Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Oxman. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, in a little village called America. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that town. That's that village, yeah, Amanda. Sing it, sing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, you know what? That's kind of the theme for this uh, uh, episode. We got a couple songs that uh, we're going to be singing. You're like, wait, there are no songs in this chapter. Exactly. Well, don't worry. We got you covered. All right. Yep. Uh, this week, we are bound to have a good time. Get it? <laughs> Get it? <laughs> as we cover the Urukai as a part of our journey through Middle Earth. All right. Beautiful. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, very quickly, I want to mention in the table of contents, we just had an amazing conversation mm-hmm. with our patrons on Discord. Um, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but literally we had about, uh, I think, 10 to 12, maybe uh, 13 folks on there. Other people were in the uh, How long chat. Did it last, I think we talked for almost two hours. Two hours. Uh, so that was great. a lot of fun. So, you know, Friday nights, we'll try to kind of send a message out on the group saying that we're in there. And if you guys want to check that out. Uh, it's definitely a lot of fun. It's just instant. We're kind of talking to people, get to know people, where you at, a lot of Q&A. 
uh, fun stuff. You know, we're just kind of focuses our, you know, uh, pre episode routine too. So, you yeah. know, they're, I don't know. It's cool. It was, it was very, fun. very refreshing. I liked it. liked it, it a lot. Yeah, very, very fun. So like we were, were hanging out with them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because so, the kind of world gets. You know. Right. <laughs> so anyone can join into the general just like text chat. I just added that in there. Added that in there. Well, that's cool. Um, so yeah, anyone who's listening can just go in there and see that's cool. I didn't know that. what's happening. And you can type to folks because I feel like that's cool. Uh, and so we'll be connected. Yeah, go ahead. For guys and girls like me, what is Discord? Uh, it's just a chat room. It's basically a chat is room. Is it safe? It's safe okay. and it's secret. Okay. Oh, I did not see you uh-huh. going there with that. Well, it's actually I got some private, uh, you know, uh, chant, like I've got uh, the Hobbiton. I don't know if I like uh, where you're going with this. Oh, okay. okay. The Hobbiton <laughs> chat room. I've got the Rivendell chat room. Those are for patrons exclusively. Yeah. But our general chat room is just open What's it to called? everybody. Barlaman's banter room. Uh, honestly, if you just search up talking Tolkien, you'll find it there or okay. an unex- un- unexpected podcast. I also created um, in the Facebook group. I put a link in there so anyone anyone could go uh, jump in. So I can't cool. talk. All of a sudden, I just can't talk. Words is hard. They're hard. But um, hard. real quickly, uh, for if you want to listen live uh, and kind of participate that way, we you have to be a patron. Mm-hmm. So that's through our patron. Mm-hmm. That's uh, uh, I still can't talk. A reward <laughs> for our patrons. So there we go. Our matrons. Hey, can I can, can I slide a little bit of that? Uh, yeah, you know what's funny is Ezra coffee. always makes fun of my coffee because I like really really strong espresso. On, you know man. when we get going because I'm I'm guys, I'm not gonna talk about it. But I'm feeling a certain lack of energy. Oh, but I won't use the T word. T word's a bad word. It's a bad and word. So I need a little bit of you know juice to get me back up because you know it's early in the morning. I won't say late at night. And uh, <laughs> uh, I guess that kind of works actually. It does eventually yeah. if you wait long enough. And um, so you know, but he uh, you know he held he had it by his mouth. He goes, "Well, it's hot. That's hot." I was like, "Yeah, that's right. I enjoy hot coffee." Then he sips and he goes. That's really strong, dude. It, it, it tastes good. I it's fine. I just okay. It it really just loosens up your throat. It too, does, right? man. I feels great. Yeah, don't go there. Anyways, guys, um, let's hop into some quick counsel. Quick counsel, my friend. You have my sword and my bow and my axe. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, why don't you go first? How have you been? Uh, why don't you go? I'll go first. How about you? Yeah, wait, I'll go. You know what? Let me. I'll go second. Let me. Let me go first. You go first. Uh, I'll go third, and then well, you, I'll go first. You go second. We'll do I'll a back third. and forth sort All of right. thing. So I'm doing well. It's Good. been probably one of the more stressful mm-hmm. weeks. I think I called you earlier this week, and mm-hmm. uh, man, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, it does. You know, and so uh, yeah, it's just been a stressful week at work. So I'm actually really glad that I'm here, and I got mm-hmm. to kind of the weather is good. The same way. It's like a fall weather, so the flannel yeah. wizard can actually wear his flannel yep. uh, out, and it looks normal. <laughs> Um, <laughs> not with gym shorts, <laughs> not with, yeah, it looks nor- like, Oh, that guy's wearing flannel. No big deal. It's normal. Right. Yeah, uh, year. except for, you know, I wear it in July. So whatever. <clears throat> um, <laughs> it can't be comfortable in July though. No, it's not. I don't really wear it in July. I just was joking, but I've seen you do that. Yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah, I <laughs> so anyways, how you doing, man? You doing all right? Doing good. It was a, it was also kind of a long sort of stressful week ish, but yeah, I'm glad, glad to be here now. This is. I've um, I don't know if you're really excited for for this chapter. Um, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, really, really cool. Uh, I don't know. It was some of the, some of these chapters. They just surprise me. I don't know what it is. They just surprise me. Um, yeah, you know, by how how the ones I don't really remember, I guess, are the ones that are just. Are you showing me something? No, no, I'm just moving. My <laughs> <car>. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, the ones that I don't expect to be like. Super awesome are just hitting me in the face, man. It's great. Yeah, it's great. 
Yeah, this, this um, one was good. I have had a little bit of a dilemma I want to talk about. Uh, sure. You know, Crotch Fruit, the sequel, is coming soon. And uh, we were actually talking in the Discord about uh, rugby versus football, which one's which one's uh, better. Yeah. And um, just this resurgence in love for football I've had recently. I'll spare you all the details because this, you know, it's not a, we're not talking about football here. But anyway, um, a new name. Yeah. Okay. For a boy has kind of emerged. I haven't heard anything about this. Yeah. Um, and so this is kind of interesting. Um, so baby number, our first boy, whether it was, you know, it wasn't Winnie, but if it would have been Winnie and you know, whatever is coming next, whoever right. is coming next, yeah. it's always going to be Vigo, Joel Smith, Vigo for sure. Vigo Mortensen. Right. No shocker. Well, there's another name in the mix now and I don't know what to do Ezra. I don't, I have, I have lost sleep over this. Okay. Another possibility. Yeah, is Woodson. 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 Joel Smith. Really? Yeah. That's my crazy. favorite football player of all time is Charles Woodson. Wow, man. Any of you from Michigan? You know, I know Erica Chase. Yeah. You guys yeah. know what I'm talking about. One of the absolute. I did best. not expect. That. I know he's one of your favorites. Um, yeah, and he's he's great. I mean, he's like one of the best, arguably one of the best football players of all time, defensive players. Well, I'll tell you right now. I know who everyone on this uh, that's listening to this podcast is going to vote for. Uh, they're going to vote for Vigo. Well, and that's my thing. I mean, I don't know. So, do I go Vigo? Do I go Woodson? Do I go Vigo Woodson? Can you imagine if you left it up to the group? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say you guys are going to like make up my mind, but I you know, will but you be... will heavily influence it. So, I feel like That'd I'm even. Yeah. I feel like I'm cheating on Vigo even entertaining the idea. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's very. Uh, it's, it's, I'm I'm troubled, guys. I'm troubled. Man, you're gonna and, have, you're you're gonna have to work on it. You know, I'm gonna have so. to work on the weekend. You're going to have to work on and, it. And uh, today is a special day. It's actually Ezra's anniversary. Yeah. Um, and so we're celebrating that kind of in style here. We had some, you know, some roosters, wings. And yeah. Some, Let me tell you guys. So I, tray. I show up and uh, <laughs> just chilling out, thinking it's a normal Friday. You know, hey, how's it going, friends? You know, and uh, I'm in the kitchen and and I think Gobert walks over and I don't know. I don't know how it even came up. Like, so one I don't of you remember just, either because I, I think we we're talking about our anniversary and you're like, oh, yeah, wasn't that recently? Yeah, like, yeah, it's today. Yeah, I was like, I was like wait, wait, what? Is it, what t- I've never seen Ezra get so weird. I, I mean, I've seen him get I tried weird. To leave. He was I tried like, to leave. Well, I'm out here, guys. Well, I'm out. You guys just relax. Do your thing. I'm not gonna be here. It's, I'm not gonna be here on your anniversary. But it was perfectly fine. <laughs> we we wanted to be doing this. It's all good. It's just crazy. I actually texted Lane's sister and I said, "The next time this happens, <laughs> and and you foresee that they're not going to tell me this, like hit me up." And she's like, "Oh my gosh, I know." She's like. You know, I, they, we were going to go to the fair. And, yeah, that's right. Uh, it's fair week. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fair week. We we're going to go with uh, Winnie and stuff. And so uh, it was just kind of too cold. And so they didn't want to, you know, take Winnie out. But I was still like, come on, let me know. You know, come on, it's man. It's no big deal, man. Ah, it's cool. It's well, cool. This is a fun way to spend it. I love you guys. And I'm glad, love you know, too, man. I know Goldberry's asleep. So I tried, we always try to wait until, you know. Uh, what do you think, man? Vigo or Woodson? Um, Vigo has always been. I, I know. I know. I'm not a, Woodson's a cool name. It is cool. But uh, Vigo. Because I asked my dad. And yeah. I'm like, oh, for sure. He'll, you know, Vigo all the way. He's like, Woodson. Yeah, I think I like Woodson better. I was like, no way. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's I just awesome. don't know what to do, guys. I don't know what to do. Well, yeah. well, well I, mean, I do know what to do. We're going to drop some Eves. We're getting into dropping Eves. Right, okay. Let's, uh, let's talk some Amazon TV show news. Some really cool stuff going on. Not really. Uh, not much. But um, Peter Jackson 
uh, is looking forward to actually getting to watch a version of the Lord of the Rings. So yeah, yeah. that is a huge indication. Um, I'm looking at the Screen Rant um, uh, article right now. Uh, if you if you search Lord of the Rings TV show, Peter Jackson, it will pop up. A little interview he did. I think he's um, involved in a movie. Oh, what's it called? Something Machines. Fantastic Machines or something like that. Okay. I don't know. He's got a new movie coming out that that uh, I have not not been following. Anyway, they were. He was just commenting. He's like, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I was a guy who didn't get to see the Lord of the Rings like everyone else because I had to make it. So I'm looking forward to seeing somebody else's take on the Tolkien world. Wow. So pretty wow. revealing that way. I mean, he won't be involved nearly to the extent he was in the film. Now hold on, maybe a not hold, even at all. Hold on a second, because all he said there was that he's looking forward. Uh, to actually getting to watch Lord of the Rings, right? So does that mean like like over the shoulder of another director, mm. you know, in the Maybe. in, in post production? That's a great that's a great point. I mean, if you know, you know if if uh, if Weta is going to be involved, like they're talking, I'm sure he'll be involved. And if they're filming in New Zealand, he'll be involved in some way. But to the same extent, like creatively, probably yeah. not. Which I think I is cool. You. I mean, that's cool. So so anyway, there's kind of a, a more definitive answer on the question of will PJ return. Uh, it's sounding like definitely not in the same role he was. Um, I mean, it might be kind of cool to have him like guest direct an episode. Wouldn't that be sure, kind of cool? That'd be kind of you cool. You know, like pop yeah. in for a quick episode and have his take. And because I know he did that for Doctor Who, he actually directed a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, which was a huge like dream of his. A little different, obviously, beast. But so uh, kind of cool. So he is out. Uh, it'll be taking a different different direction that way. So either nice. either that's good news or worrisome for you. Gotcha. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the Tolkien biopic, um, I, the the premiere in Japan went really well, and I think it's moving on to uh, the Antarctica mm-hmm. debut. Yep. So we'll keep you posted on how that goes. The yep. penguins are all lining up. Turnouts great. Best tuxes. <laughs> um, I will move into other corners of Middle Earth here. Uh, there's there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Billy Boyd still making his way around. He's going to be headed out to Charlotte soon. Uh, we have some new people signed up for that too. So oh, that's awesome. Uh, we got Phil in there and that's a couple awesome. other folks. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Jones posted uh, uh, something to the group talking about uh, or showing um, an Amazon uh, boxed edition of The Great Tales, which is really cool. Yep. So now that they're all out, they're going to sell this boxed version. Uh, so that's cool. Thanks for, thanks for sharing that, Kurt. Um, and then we have so much cool stuff going on in the Facebook group, guys. Yeah. I hadn't been able to check since like Tuesday. So what, like two days? Yeah. Right. My, my phone's been on the fritz. It's dying. He's getting a new one. It's been sitting here plugged into Ezra's charger for... I 45 minutes and it hasn't hey, and you, turned on yet. Right. What? Cool. What? No, that's fine. I'm glad that you said that and we recorded that because Bobby will tell you last week that I sat there for a good 55 minutes and I was sweating uh, trying to get your phone to operate <laughs> so I could get Discord figured out last week for our patrons. So and sweat uh, was coming out of your hair. It which was, was coming out of there. Um, so anyway, I missed a couple of days and I was on Sarah's phone um, this afternoon and something popped up for the group and I saw the notification went in and I was just like, oh my gosh, so much cool stuff. So I wanted to share, I did this once before, I'm going to try and do it regularly. So if I miss something you put on there, forgive me, but I'm just going to give a recap of what's gone on in the last couple of days. Curtis avoiding Krebine in the Poison Glen. Cody's sharing of the bro meme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny. Samantha's mom's stunning artwork. Oh, wow. That was great. That was That's cool. right. Yeah. David uh, Coburn in the ruins of Minas Tirith. He found it, even with the white tree. Right. Morgan spying the eye. Matthew Malecki with Gollum's acceptance speech. Lord of the Laughs with Santeri. Adam, Lord of the Rings. So I did their Adam <laughs> yeah, Lord. Yeah. Uh, and Saruman, the many colored. Susie is no man. 
the tear of tr- the tears of Trent Thompson. Yeah. Cracked ribs and broken toes with Jessica. Stevens March. I'm sorry, not March. Stevens mm-hmm. search for a Gimli. Gandalf in the Sim World with Aaron. Tara Lynn and the Runners of Middle Earth. Uh, Henny's hello. Seth meeting Billy. Brooches with Richard. <laughs> Uh, Morgan's pickup line and so so much more, guys. It's wow. just it's really cool. I mean, you'll laugh. I like that rundown. You'll cry. It's pretty cool, right? That's a great we'll start rundown. Doing that every man. once in a while because you guys deserve just a little. Like I said, we could talk about that stuff forever, but that's why it's the group, you know. But yeah, if you're not on Facebook, you, it's it's worth it to just get a you know tease it out, man. Yeah, Jane Doe account to get on and and talk talk with your friends. So yeah, uh, the poll results from last week. Uh, whose gesture was more impressive this chapter? This one, I, I didn't shocked, understand this. You know what shocked? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't understand. Do you not? Did sixty-eight other people not understand too? They may, maybe I, they didn't. So what I was referring to was, you know, uh, Legolas getting ready to die and kill for Gimli. That's yeah. his gesture. Yeah. And Aragorn whipping out his Andoril. I got you. And revealing himself. I honestly did not get it, man. I'll be honest with you. So that's why you didn't vote then. (laughs) I didn't vote. This is the first one I didn't vote in. (laughs) Oh man. Sorry guys. I figured the pictures would have painted the picture for Ezra, but I didn't, I I didn't listen to the chapter. Um, so so, like, uh, so, uh, this one shot me at first, but then I thought about it more. I'm like, well, Aragorn's been kind of slowly doing this, you know, being revealed as the king. So we've seen it before, but this, this Legolas, um, you know, like gesture. Yeah. Getting ready to, to, to kill and, and for Gimli. die for Gimli against people he's got no quarrel with. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Legolas was was 59% of the vote. Aragorn was 41%. So a big time win from Legolas. Yeah. Um, That's know, cool. 60, 40 split there. That's pretty big. So yeah. When I think more about that, like I, I mean, it was air, was the Aragorn stuff really cool. You yeah. Know, crying out Lindo. Sure. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, Legolas, yeah, it's, it's, you know, you would die before your stroke fell. And when it, and like, the way it dang. describes it too, like uh, he his fingers move so quick, no, yeah. like like they that, couldn't even perceive it. They couldn't see it. Yeah. Like you couldn't, it couldn't be seen. It's amazing. I know. Like how else did you? Can you describe that? Like you, you can't even capture it on film. Like it, you can't see it. I know. Like that's how fast it was. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's, What's it's, it? Just cool. It was fast though, right? It's fast. <laughs> just in case you're wondering, it was fast. It wasn't slow. Uh, and then we have another little uh, future meetups possibly. We're talking I'm hoping about. so. I'm hoping you Chase know, McKinney's getting uh, behind there. Yeah, we had uh, Chase in the Discord chat. And we were kind of talking about that. We talked about possibly going. Uh, you know, I said well, you're this, going to to Middle Earth this summer. I'm hoping this summer, summer that uh, my dad and I uh, get over to England and, and get a chance to kind of meet some folks over Scotland. there. Scotland. Yeah, we've talked about going to uh, New York and uh, Lane and I possibly doing some meetups there. We'd like to find a, a con, like a Comic Con. I think eventually. Yeah. It's called kinda, it's called the Long Expected Party. Well, yeah, we in got Amanda, that Ohio. for sure. We got to yeah. go around the country too. Though. So, I guess but, uh, if I'm forced to, wow, I put my brooch on. <laughs> oh gosh, um, yeah. So that's 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 it for meetups there. Um, yeah. Well, there was a song we were singing before. Are you looking at me? I have to I have to handle this one. It's in well, blue. Okay, it's in blue. Ezra. It's in blue. But here's the thing. So we I don't know. Like there are no songs in this chapter. So it was just sort we of like kind of missing the music. We were kind of missing it. It's and, a sad uh, chapter. I mean, not sad, but you think about how the poor little Pippin is treated. It's tough, and Mary, man. Man. And and so I was thinking, uh I don't know I don't know how this song came up today before we were recording, <laughs> well, but what what did get us started on the music train? Oh, I put in the White album from the Beatles. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. You did we that. We listened to that and that it sparked the we got on the nineties train, man. The good old Yeah, 90s we got on the nineties. I don't know. I always oh I started singing uh the um oh my gosh. 
We built this city. <laughs> we, we built this city on orcs and trolls. We built this city. Yeah. We built this city on orcs and trolls. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I don't know what, the, that wasn't even 90s though. I don't know why. That, no, like, I don't, I don't know. Just I, the rock. Saying that. And then um, we always sing the, everybody's orking for the white hand. Yeah. Mm. Or we can, or we can, yeah, whichever. Yeah, for them. Uh, so Sorry. we, I don't know. We were singing those songs, yeah. And then like getting funky. We just more things were coming up, and you know we're always like you know uh, picking. You pick a song, I pick a song, and Creed came up. Yeah. And and I was thinking, I was talking about you know, uh, can you take me higher? And Lane's like, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. So um, what's is this one called? Uh, is what is this, it called? Six feet? Is it one last breath? I think it's what it's called, but it's actually oh, six yeah. feet under or six feet. From the edge is what people think about. Yes, yes. Uh, most. So if you hold me now, yeah, because I'm six feet from the edge, and, and I'm, I'm thinking maybe, maybe six feet ain't so far down. down. <laughs> <laughs> so some some Creed love. I love Creed. So Sarah hates them. Yeah, yeah. A uh, lot of people don't like them. Yeah. So, <laughs> but so anyways, I, that song came on. I was like, man. We were rocking out too, by we the way. We were rocking we out. Were, I felt like a seventh grader again, just emotional so and emo, and I was pumped. It was so great. But I thought to myself, hold me now. I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm thinking, maybe six feet ain't so far down. You nailed this, bro. And I was like, do you think that's what Pippin was thinking? Yeah, you. Yes. At some point, you know? Do you think when hobbits bury their dead, they do half dude, the distance? Dude, three, I literally. Three and a half feet. Okay, I had a dream earlier this week, and I was actually thinking because I, I had a dream that I was writing the next uh, Bywater Post newsletter, and I, you know, was struggling getting it done. Yeah. Okay, which yeah. I am. Okay, so um, and I was like, where would someone? Because I've, I've been writing that as if like they've come back, mm-hmm. and you know, Sam's still there, kind of doing his thing, mm-hmm. and he's yep. running around, and people are like really interested in Sam, yeah. and him and um, you know, Fatty are are up to something. Yeah. But I'm like, would they go visit? you know, a memorial or, or, or oh. for some, like wh- where do they go to visit uh, and pay, you know, tribute to yeah. their, their lost loved ones or their, great you know, those have passed on. And I thought, do they bury, you know, hobbits or like, I don't know. Just, so it's interesting that you it's said that because question. I literally had a dream about that this week. Wow. So crazy hobbit, hobbit death. I don't like it's to think morbid. about, I don't like to think yeah. about those, but you know, Drogo, I mean, you know, there's no so, guarantee. There's yeah. no guarantee for our hobbits. Nope. Uh-uh. We we're also singing. What was the other one? Uh, she's a rock high, what, uh, bound me tightly, runs by nightly. Yeah, dude, I I don't know what happened to us, man. But we were just like, oh, I think it was fun. the lack fun. of songs that were just sort of uh, yeah, you know, we're having a good time, mind. man. We're having a good time, you know. No shame in that. No, no shame in that. So we're what we're 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 crazy, but whatever. Um, all right, man. So I think uh, that's it for other corners. Yeah, we're in record time. We are ready for the reread. Holy cow, guys! Are we going too fast? Do we need to slow Should down? We slow down. You know, is there... let us know. Mm-hmm. We don't want to. You know, I mean, really. Point here. Uh, I mean, our you know, Urkai don't right? No, they don't. They're not. They're not slowing down. No, they so, don't. You know. So I know that we're you know out there, um, and we're you know not a kind. We're running a lot, obviously, and being carried, but. There are a couple scenes where we're uh, camping-ish, and it ends with a bunch of fires, a ring of fire, if you oh, will. Yeah. Johnny sure. Cash makes an appearance in this chapter. So let's just sit around the fire and be a little more comfortable than our poor hobbits were. Yeah. I often think that they are 
you know, moving at night, running through the night, obviously. Yeah. And then, you know, we know a bit during the day, we had that conversation uh, later on where they're pushing uh, onward in yeah. daylight and uh, those who are from the north. Wasn't that interesting? Yeah. Those who had came from the uh, from Moria yeah. really didn't want to run during yeah. the day. You Dude, know? it was uh, this chapter did so many things, right? It, it uh, explained so much about, you know, the different factions of orcs we have orc culture um I, 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 so many cool just so many cool things i love too how okay so we had last chapter we had the the three hunters yeah uh, you know pursuing and then meeting up with the writers over here and then we're we're back again mm-hmm. um you know to basically the start of their pursuit right right, right. We're, just we're, from the perspective of the other side right which is what this whole book does yeah. Right. You know, we have all of, of this side and then we go back to the beginning. And we follow Sam and Frodo. Yep. So it's kind of setting up the structure a little bit, too. But man, oh, man, such cool stuff happens in this chapter. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's really neat. So uh, just quickly in recap, you know, as, as Lane said, we had our three hunters uh, chasing down, um, trying to find Pippin and, and, and Mary, uh, hoping that uh, they can catch up to this pack of, of orcs, mm-hmm. uh, goblins, as you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we, th- we kind of learned this chapter, we learn uh, more about yes. the nature of that yeah. orc horde that's yeah. moving across the land. Yeah. Uh, but on their way last, last week, uh, Aomer shows up, and my gosh, does he not have a, a sick moment at the end of this chapter? It's yeah. a brief, brief, yes, he does. brief little thing that we can blow up. But the fact sure. that they they mentioned it, I lost I my mind. I know, man. I lost my mind. I forgot about that. Gets I'm like, off his horse. Gets off his horse. Get, like, get, get out of his you way, man. Get out. You can just see the other riders rallying around too, like, hey, oh man, oh. hey, oh man. And he's 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 gonna finish it. Yeah. He and he's and he did. And he does. Oh, I often wonder too if that's not the if that's not the head on top of the spike. Okay. You know. Yeah. When they come up to the the bodies and they're yeah. burning and there's that one head that's mounted right. on type on top of that spear is it because is the it leader looks yeah I mean I don't know right yeah, yeah. could be could be could be um, so anyways yeah after the big conversation you know Bobby was here last week uh, yeah how fun was so that much. wasn't that cool yeah so much fun Bobby Ray uh, really r- really glad he came on and was able to talk about uh, Aragorn and, and his sort of. Uh, what, what, yeah. what, what, what do you call the that crescendo the moment in the middle like he's sort I don't of tra- know like he. He keeps evolving, and, and it's almost like transcending. He shows us this, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's almost like he, he reveals himself, and then, boom, he's back mm-hmm. cloaked to being Strider. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like he uses it when he needs to because yeah. he doesn't want that to be super open, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting that he— I know it is. Yeah. So we had that, and then uh, they, they bid farewell. We had those moments, those gestures, uh, and then we moved on. Uh, said farewell to the men of Rohan, and then we moved to the uh, forest of Fangorn. And while we're there, they're looking around. Uh, they start to kind of, you know, um, get a little discouraged because they're trying to figure out where the, mm-hmm. the trail has gone. Can we find our two hobbits? Mm-hmm. It looks like, you know, according to uh, Aomer, or it sounds like from him, that everyone there was killed, mm-hmm. you know. And yep. it takes, like, Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas to remind him that you didn't even see us. Yeah, These cloaks... And that came up again. The cloaks, yep. you know, really kind of protecting them. Yep. Um, you know, so they're, possibly they're there. the horse too. Right. Exactly. Isn't that crazy. It like, is crazy. Did, yeah. he, did the horse know? You know, was it just right. luck? Oh my gosh. I know. It's it's crazy. So then at the very end, that we had this old man who kind of showed up, um, and uh, Gimli told the others that he thought the old man was Saruman. Uh, yeah, who had taken or scared away their horses. But he had a hat. 
He had a hat though. Not a he cloak. Did. That's right. Or hood. I yeah, like a hood. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So he had that brimmed hat, right? Mm-hmm. So which is awesome. Yes, it is. Uh, so we'll see. We'll get back to that. But yeah, yep. in in summary this week though, um, you know, just real quick, Lane. Yeah, we got Mary and Pippin. They're in the custody of the orcs, uh, laying captive and awaiting their fate. Uh, they listen to conversations and they kind of discover more about these orcs. That there's right. two main groups uh, with two very different masters. Yeah. Um, yep. And so there's that's very enlightening. Um, uh, Pippin's able to cut his bonds and then sneakily uh, uh, re put them back on in a yeah, just, disguising yeah, right, way. Yeah, you know, yeah. sort of some trickery here. The 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 gist of this chapter is that Pippin emerges. Yes. You know, he even has this moment at the beginning where he says, you know, what am I? I'm just luggage. That's all yeah. I am. I yep. was luggage for the fellowship, and now I'm luggage for these Urukai. I, I wish that, you know, Strider would come claim me, he talks about, claim his luggage back, but that's all I am. Yeah. And he proves to be so much more than that. Um, Absolutely. So there's, uh, you know, these these orcs are doing their things, and the, the horsemen come out of nowhere. There's a lot of in and out, too, where he's not sure if he's, it's just so dark at night that it's that he's you know passing out, or if you know he's he's uh, it's just because of the dark of night. He's worn um, out. Yeah, he's, he's out of know. it. He's yeah. out of it. He, there's the orc draft that comes into play right. too. Um, so eventually, um, he breaks free, drops the the brooch or the brooch. Yep. <laughs> and uh, um, the chapter kind of ends with the attack on on the orcs and um, their their escape. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, what are the, the so the help me with the pronunciation? So, you've got uh, our good friend there, uh, Ugluck. Ugluck. That's what I. That's how I pronounce it. Cool. Um, we're hobbits, so we're doing our best. And then Grishnok. Grishnok is how I would say that. Grishnok. Grishnok. Ugluck. 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 You maggot. Hey, <laughs> they're fun. They I, li- I like them. I like. The, I like the way they talk. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, uh, I just like how they how they interact with each other. They're so different, dude. Here's the crazy. Here's uh, maybe I should say this for cool connections. No, go ahead. But it's it's interesting because we see this dissension almost immediately. I think it's cool. Like you know, everything we've heard so far, how powerful evil is, how um, unified uh, Sauron's forces are, and all this yeah. stuff. And we're seeing we're seeing in behind the curtain almost. And it's yep. like these guys are. Like it's almost it's it's definitely every faction for themselves, but it's almost like every orc for themselves. Yeah. And, and I would think you'd have to see that and go, okay, like there is some hope. Yeah, there is. These guys aren't as unified, and um, their nature is skittish too. Yeah, yeah, you know? and not as one-minded as as we've been told or right. been afraid of. And I almost wonder if those words and that message isn't one of Sauron's tools. Mm-hmm. That like, hey, these guys are all behind me. Uh, you know, any orc out there serves me and me only and i don't know it's just interesting yeah you got this whole new faction of saruman and the the urukai and the way that they're they you know they kind of we'll see we'll see them kind of belittle the mordor orc and be like oh yeah like the nas school okay dude wasn't that crazy yes yeah dude i mean that was a little scary actually i think this chapter gives us a lot of hope we're seeing like that they're they're not so unified and the potential of or at least, you know, the, this current party we're traveling with. And there's, uh, they can be defeated. They can be split. Yeah, absolutely. We turn against uh, one another. They, they definitely have uh, trouble forming ranks. Form ranks. Yeah. Maggots. Come on, maggots. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So let's dive into this a little bit here. We'll, st- we'll start with just uh, a quick uh, first paragraph. Uh, Pippin lay in the dark and troubled 
oh, sorry, Pippin lay in a dark, troubled dream. Like you, as yeah, this me. week. Exactly. Uh, it seemed that he could hear his own small voice echoing in black tunnels, calling, Frodo, Frodo. But instead of Frodo, hundreds of hideous orc faces mm. grinned at him from out of the shadows. Hundreds of hideous arms grasped at him from every side. Where was Mary? You know, so he's kind of coming to, mm-hmm. you know, and his first real thought, though, where is my friend? Yeah. Where is he? Is this the first time, too, I think it is, that we are inside Pippin's mind? I feel like it. I, I think it is. Yeah. I, like, I, it stood out. I was reading this. I'm like, hang on a second. We haven't been from Pippin's mm-hmm. point of view yet. Like, we have not we've heard entered. him talk. We've, right. Yeah. yeah. He's always been like the comic relief, or we've seen a quick description of something he's doing, but we've never been in his perspective before. So this is also really, really cool that we're yep. getting, a, you know, like how we, we saw more of um, Legolas and Gimli's characteristics last chapter, you know, we're getting a, a taste of, of, a, of a, an old character in a new way, getting to know him better, right? This whole chapter. So that's really, really cool. Agreed. I love it. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. So we're wondering, uh, you know, who, you know, he's, he's, he's wondering where his friend is. Yeah. Uh, he woke, the, I love this, you know, the cold air blew on his face. He was lying on his back. Uh, evening was coming and the sky above was growing dim. Uh, he turned and he found that his dream was little was little worse than the waking. Yeah. His wrist and ankles, um, you know, his, his legs are tied with cords. And beside him, Mary lay white-faced and dirty uh, with a dirty rag bound across his brow. Uh, all of them set and stood, um, or all, all of them set about uh, a great company of orcs. Yeah. So, you know, pretty dire situation here. Yeah. His friend looks like, you know, uh, he's knocked out he's almost seems like he's unconscious for a lot of this yes. i love how too is it in the film where he pretends like he's yeah a little like more hurt. out of it yeah. than, than he really is mm-hmm. we didn't really get that in this chapter not but, so much yeah okay no not so much but uh i thought that was still so yeah he's mm-hmm. he's pretty much out of it and i actually kind of like it this way because pippin really does seem to kind of yeah you know he comes into his own he gets a moment he? Yeah, he really he gets does. a moment here which is which is good i think and he at needs one more there's at one there's one point way later in the chapter where it says like well, we'll get there. But it's like Pippin is the first to... That's when they're eating the Lumbus. Pippin comes out of the moment before Mary even does. So yep. this is all building for him. He's he's becoming right. more of a he player. Does. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So now we had a little, like at the end of um, Gash at uh, Farewell, uh, or Farewell to Boromir. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of didn't quite know. We yeah, found what exactly him, happened? Yeah, we found mm-hmm. him resting. And and this is a neat little fill-in here from, yeah, this is so from, cool. from Pippin. You know, he kind of talks about uh, uh, this aching memory that he was trying to piece yeah. together in his mind. And he, he's questioning himself. Why did he run off you know, into the woods after? Yeah. Why, why did I do that? What did overcome know? them? Yeah. yeah. And I love, I mean, he's questioning that. But isn't it great that in the moment, you know, when, when instinct just sort of hits, mm-hmm. you're rushing after your friend. Yeah. And you're just, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're not thinking. No. Later on, you're like, you're looking at the predicament that you're in. And you're saying, what was I thinking? Yeah, right. Yeah. What was I doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, why, why did he go dashing off like that? Taking no notice of old Strider. I know. You know, uh, they had run a long way shouting. He could not remember how far he had, he had gone. Um, then suddenly he had crashed right into a group of orcs. Yeah, this, now, this is, is amazing yeah. that, they, that they actually were able to stand there listening and they did not appear to see Mary and Pippin yeah. until they were almost in their arms. So Isn't like that wild, man, it's wild that he's even having that. Like they don't even know we're here. Yeah. You know, and then until we're almost right there, uh, right upon them, and then the, you know, again, I think it's the cloaks, the cloaks, and they're, and they're the small. Nature of hobbits, nature yep. of hobbits, right? You know, the, the big folk goes bumbling over top without even right. realizing they're there. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, so there was that, 
And I love this, you know, l- little bit here where he kind of talks about good old Mary. Good old Mary. Good old Mary. Just cutting off arms and hands. Yeah, man. <laughs> but they would not really attack them or, or hurt the hobbits. They yeah. wouldn't spoil them. Right. They just could not spoil them. Yeah, they're orders. Uh, and yep. then we get this. Uh, I think it's so great because I think when if you were first reading this, and I can't really remember what I was thinking when I, when I, when I, when I first read it, other than this is just awesome. But uh, Boromir, you, you almost felt like you weren't going to get any more. Yeah, and true. And here you yeah, do. Yeah, true. Yep. You know? Yeah. Uh, so Because you didn't quite get that. And so Tolkien brings it back, and yeah. we get to learn sort of what happened. He comes leaping through the trees, and, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's fighting. He's taking on um, the orcs and, and, you know, slaying a multitude of them. Yeah, and he talks about... Um, he talks about they shot. I just love the term that he used. Their words he uses. They shot a rain of arrows, always at Boromir. Yeah. So just like not not just like two or three that we saw in the movie. Yeah. Like he was pierced by a lot. Like you know they were they were all gunning for him. You're right. They Man. were. They were. And, and sort of one of the last things he remembers is him actually pull, uh, pulling an arrow out. Yeah. You know, How and, badass and, and, is and that just too? resting again, laying by that Man. tree. And that's one of the last things he said. He thinks he was just hit over the head, yep. uh, you know, and kind of taken that way. So, yeah. but uh, now he's, he's questioning why did they not kill him in? Mary? Yeah, you know why wouldn't they? I, I, I would almost be, especially if he's got the adrenaline flowing, almost like frustrated in the moment, like or confused at least as yeah. to like why are they not coming after us? Right. You know, and then you see your friend Boromir getting shot. Yeah. You know, one of your fellowship. Yeah. And you know. Uh, and I love how they do it in the film because they do sort of take up that like no yeah. they grab the rocks and they start throwing these rocks you know yep, yep. but don't I actually love that here in the in the book I mean he's got his sword out and he is mm-hmm. taking arms mm-hmm. taking hands I know it's amazing that's kind of cool to me yes it is so they Shows. were not happy I have a no. feeling a lot of the arms and hands that he took ended up uh, those those orcs ended up dying and things because I can't imagine probably throwing him in Boromir's boat right exactly yeah. I can't imagine them uh, being running with this host and having their arm taken off by one of those hobbits and saying, yeah, I'll just let you. Unless they were drinking that orc draft. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the only <laughs> way, huh? Right, yeah. That might be the only way. So, uh, all right. Yeah, and he starts to lament, you know, just just being here in the first place. Um, you know, felt cold and sick. I wish Gandalf had never persuaded Elrond to let us come, he thought. Uh, what good of it? What good have I been? Just a nuisance, a passenger, a piece of luggage. And now I've been stolen, and I'm just a piece of luggage for the orcs. I hope Strider or someone will come and claim us, but I ought, but ought I to hope for it? Won't that uh, throw out all the plans? I wish I could get free. So it's just this feeling of you know what am I even doing here? Right? Why am I here? I think you it's a, it's super honest thought though. It is. It you is. Know? And it's I mean, true. Like you, that's how you would be feeling in that situation right. if you were Pippin. Like it'd be and, nice if someone could get us out of this you know mess, but at yeah. the same time, I shouldn't be thinking that. Yeah. Because I kind of know. I think he knows. You know, like this is this is one of the things that we thought could have come yep, to pass sure. and really Frodo needs to make it, you know? Yep. So the fact that he has all those thoughts kind of going on in his head is, yeah. uh, I, I think very true to, uh, as, as you said, how we would feel in that moment. And we're, we're, we're seeing this whole other side of Pippin too, aren't we? Yeah. Like he's always just been this goofy comic relief. Like, Oh, he just, you know, did another one liner, you know, slamming ribbon Frodo or, you know, joking with Sam point and point and fun at Sam, you know, and we're seeing here this, introspective side where he's you know he's in pain he's in turmoil he's you know uh, 
frustrated yeah. with his predicament and like even right. being there in the first place and brutally honest with himself too, you right. know? Exactly. So just interesting uh, to see. Yep. Yep. Now, uh, this is kind of neat. I, I think you get more dialogue out of the orcs and the different factions and stuff yeah. here in the books than, than, Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, yeah. and, and so this is interesting. They, they start to kind of, um, they actually tell the hobbits to kind of rest up. Yeah. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Rest while you can. Yeah. Uh, calling them names though. He calls them a fool. You yeah. know, it tells him to rest, and then, um, you know, basically we'll find use for your legs before long. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but but you'll but you'll wish that you had, uh, had that you that you had gotten on before we got home. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like like they're 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 kind of teasing them and, and they're yep. they're uh, putting them down, uh, calling them different names and stuff. So yeah, he's he's talking about tickling you with my sword. Yeah, yeah. Or the right. knife, that long black knife. Uh, yeah. Don't draw attention to yourself, or I may forget my orders curse the eyes and garters so there's that first hint that there we've got two different groups going on here too and then he says something in his black speech ugluk u bagrank sha push dug saruman glob bob dude it almost sounds like kind of like russian doesn't yeah. it yeah um glob uh boob hosh sha, uh, sky sky nice i don't know crazy well done dude so it's a it's angry angry speech dark um, and it slowly dies away into muttering and snarling. So just you, you kind of imagine like them just kind of rumbling all the time. All these orcs about you know speaking their the black speech, and it's sort of just constantly humming out there. I mean, you, you know? the, the cool part is is he's actually insulting Ugluck. Uh, yeah. You you Bankrock Shaw Push yeah. Doug Saramong. Yeah. Like he's calling him he's cursing a bunch of the names. eyes and garters. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and there, there's Saruman's name in there, and so on. So. Yeah. I'm sure someone has an actual translation, translation there. But, yeah, share that with us. That'd but, be good. Uh, yeah. Really neat. So Pippin's just terrified. You know, he doesn't know yep. what to do. Uh, there's all these, these, these voices around about him. Uh, orc speech going left and right, full of hate, anger. Uh, it seemed plain that something was, something like a quarrel had begun, and it was getting hotter. Yeah. Uh, to Pippin's surprise, he found that much of the talk was intelligible. Uh, many of the orcs were using ordinary language. Apparently, the members of the two or three quite different tribes were present, and they could not understand one another's orc speech. And think about that, too. The, that's cool. The barrier of, uh, of different languages. You know what right. I mean? So there's yep. that first chink, right? They don't even speak the same tongue. So they're very separated. Yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 Very distinct groups. Yep. Right. Which you don't really think about. We always think of... Uh, yeah, I, you don't. I mean, I get that you get the major factions, and like you've got the two towers, and they're yeah. split this way, but there's a mention of a possible third. Which is more, yep, yep, you know, that's right, and uh, just different. Very, you just very get different. the idea that they're, they're, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the other thing too. Is this whole chapter? This whole chapter, you've got, um, you know, races that you'd figure would be a lot closer, seeing how far apart they are and how far more, you know, how far apart they're getting increasingly. Mm-hmm. Con, you know, contrasted to last chapter where you've got, you know, dwarves and elves who have been yep. hated each other for a long, long time coming together yep it's this cool juxtaposition where you're like all right maybe we're we're on to something you know for the forces of good that uh i don't know good thing yeah for sure yeah. it's definitely different uh so we get uh after we get through some of this speech here we we, we finally figure out that there that there are orders yeah there are orders they're supposed to be following mm-hmm. um and those orders are uh kill all but not the halflings they are to be brought back alive as quickly as possible. That's my orders. Mm-hmm. And this was that, uh, it was like some, like a third voice that had kind of come in, uh, that split between some of the arguing and the, and the, 
the bickering because mm-hmm. you know they, one of the comments is there's no time to kill them properly yeah right <laughs> so uh but th- but yeah they, they weren't to spoil them you know and so so that's the big bit there and in all that conversation i just thought about this too but like as the chapter kind of goes on i think they you know kind of uh pippin's listening he's the one listening to the conversation so by the end of the chapter he's kind of figured out how to play them against each other hmm. you know and how to possibly use this to his advantage that's a great point and that's what mary kind of catches on to but because yep. it feels like mary's more out of it right now than than pippin for sure obviously yep. Yep. so blow to the head too so right yeah yeah so um let's see here no i heard that one of them has got something Something that's wanted for the war. Mm-hmm. Some elvish plot or other. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they'll both be questioned. They, these are orcs speaking, you know? Um, it's sort of like they, they're they still just kind of... Um, they, they, they sound like normal um, to me. Like, not that's not this, this is not the way I expected them uh, to talk. So, so there's that. Um, is that all you know? Why don't we search them and find out? We might find something that we could use ourselves. That's an interesting remark, sneered a voice, softer than the others, but more evil. I may have to report that. The prisoners are not to be searched or plundered. Those are my orders. And mine too, said the deep voice. Alive and as captured, no spoiling. That's my orders. Um, Not our orders, said one of the earlier voices. We have come all the way from the mines to kill and avenge our folk. I wish to kill and then go back north. And so I believe when you hear them mention like this northern sort of like group of orcs, those are the Moria mm-hmm. orcs, right? Yeah, the ones who are yeah pursuing them. Yeah, because yeah. the fellowship. Are we okay, did. by the way? Yeah, I thought I might have heard a bat. Seriously? I had to investigate. Yeah, sorry. Okay, you're good. All right. I think we're fine. Man, I was worried there was somebody at the front door. Well, maybe there is. A little too late for that. Never know, my friend. Mothman showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Time to scare some people. Uh, hey, it's October. Hey, it's man. regional, so it's, he's down yeah, this way. Yeah, that's right. He is. Um, boy, if you if you get three knocks on that door, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. All right, here we go. Please, Lord, no, no. But uh, yeah, and so different orders, different things, and 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 what have you. So uh, let's see. Uh huh. Here we go. So then they get in this conversation about masters. Yes. Right. Uh, so, so they're kind of talking about, you know, the one group, this third group just wants to kill and avenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have this growling voice that kind of says, then you can wish again. I am Ogluk. I command. I return to Isengard by the shortest road. And so there we go. We get our, the captain yep. of the, you know, pretty clear. Yeah. The Isengard, you know, orcs. So, uh, then the question, this evil voice. Mm-hmm. I always thought this, this, uh, I think this is, this is Grishnik, right? Mm-hmm. Or Grishnak. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is kind of, like his voice seems, the way it's written, more evil. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it to you? Yeah, it does. It, it feels scarier, yeah. actually. Yeah. And even when I was listening to the audiobook, I was kind of like, holy smokes, like mm-hmm. this is, uh, you know, definitely there's, yeah, there's something. A, there's, there's an a, older there's power a, in, yeah, there's, in Mordor. There's, a, there's yep. an evil there that's like, I don't want to mess with that nope. guy. Nope. Because just the way it's worded, it's, it is evil. Like, yep. that's the way Pippin perceived it as much yep. more evil. Yep. Uh, and so he starts to kind of ask about, you know, Saruman. Is Saruman the, you know, master of the, uh, what's, what's he say there? Master, is Saruman master or the great eye? Um, we should go back at once to Lugbors 
and Lugbors is um, a name for Baradur. So really? he's he's saying we should go right back to the heart of Mordor. So you're seeing the there you go. There's there's what are the two towers? There's that big conversation too. I, yeah. Tolkien never really revealed what they are. Yeah. Uh, specifically. Um, wow. So that's really interesting. But anyway, you got these these you're getting the the clear um, clear image that there are these two forces that are supposed yeah. to be working together. But someone needs to tell them that, right? Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, uh, yeah. Grishnok wants to go back to Mordor. Ugluck saying, "Hey, my orders are come. You know, to come back to Isengard to Saruman." And these two leaders of these different groups of orcs yeah. definitely split. Well, man, hey, th- think about when we're going down the Anduin and like the decision: do we go east or west? Yeah, you know. And here we right. are. Right. So there you go. Again, again. Yes. Yes. You know, to, uh, with this group, this yep. air quote great fellowship point. of uh, you know orcs, yeah. kind of trying to figure out what they should do. Yeah. And uh, they actually talk about you know crossing the Great River mm-hmm. and whether they could th- whether they could do that, and they just don't believe that they have enough. Uh, to venture down to the bridges, yeah. So, but and they bring up the wing, not uh, wing and Nazgul too. Yep. Which we remember seeing, right? That 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 that's um, where it's at. Still, yeah. That sh- that shape that flew over mm-hmm. um, when they were on the on the west bank. They weren't necessarily sure what it was. It kind of freaked them out, and right. And we we learned that that in fact is what it is. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so is this where they they kind of mock the Nazgul? That's coming up later. Oh, is that coming up? That's later? coming up later. Yep. Okay, gotcha. But that does happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and then who is it? Uh, is it Ugluck um, says, yeah, yeah, you might take them there, and then you'll fly to to Baradur and take all the credit. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. So we got to stick Can't together in that. these lands, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he he's he's also he has his he has his commands, and yeah, they right. and, and they have theirs. Now that's what's kind of interesting is is like how did this group get together? How did they meet up? I know. Isn't that weird? It is weird. To kind of think about, like, how did they merge? You know, because they're being chased out of Moria, and then you've got Saruman has sent some... Because that was that force that was sort of like... Mm -hmm. um, There was something when Aragorn was on the other side, when they had landed Mm -hmm. there, he sensed... I mean, they knew something evil was happening across. They knew that the orcs from Mordor were across Anduin. So when did they cross? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, when did they, uh, you know, cross and what have you? So it's kind of crazy, right? It is so crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, And like when they first came together, was it like, hey man, what's up? I'm uh, I'm Grishnok. Right, right. Ugluck, nice to meet you, man. Yeah, gotcha. Hate you, by the way. Hate you guys. How about the the, Um, the amount of time? By the way, hi, Goldberry. Hi, Goldberry. Goldberry. Um, I like to bring her up when when I see her. Um, It's Washington. How how about the... uh, the references to mud around Ugluck. Did you catch all those? They, so, so, just, so just watch as, as, as we go through some of this, like when they bring him up and, and they talk about him, um, I think Grishnik um, kind of mentioned like mud is just associated with, oh, okay. with him a little bit. I didn't even catch that. Wow. I don't know. I, and then he's always calling them, he's always calling them swine, swine yeah. and apes and right. Yeah, just, just just yeah, less just get kind less, of the, of, less evolved and yeah, it's just interesting. Um, okay, yeah, I love. Okay, so this next, can I read this next yeah, part? Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, just talking about Ugluck's talking about them needing to stick together. I don't trust you, little swine. You've no guts outside your own styes, <laughs> but but for us, you'd all have run away. We are the fighting Urukai. We slew the great warrior. We took the prisoners. We are the servants of Saruman the Wise, the White Hand. The hand that gives us man's flesh to eat. 
So that's that's another scary thought. Like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and why Pippin probably doesn't chow down when they throw him some flesh. Uh, right. We oh, came yeah. out of Isengard and led you here, and we shall lead you back by the way you choose. By the way we choose. I am Ugluck. I have spoken. Um, and then the <laughs> evil voice comes back. You have spoken more than enough, Ugluck. Uh, I wonder how they would. I wonder how they would like it in Lugbors. Um, they might think that Ugluck's shoulders need relieving of a swollen head. They might ask where his strange ideas come from. Did they come from Saruman, perhaps? Who does he think he is? setting up on his own with his filthy white badges. They might agree with me, with Grishnok, their trusted messenger. And I, Grishnok, say this. Saruman is a fool and a dirty, treacherous fool, but the great eye is on him. Shame it. Man, it's just like fighting words, bro. Yeah. So there there we have it revealed that this, this evil voice belongs to Grishnok um, and that he has has no interest in Saruman and his power and his Urukai that, you know, the only, the one, the one rulers is, is, Sar, is Sauron. So. Yeah. Dude, I mean, uh, this is a weird question, but I guess if you're reading, I mean, I listen to the audiobook, but I'm also, you know, I also read it too um, while I'm at school. Like, how do you, like in your mind, uh, Grishnik just seems like his voice seems like it's uh, piercing and quieter. Yeah. And a little bit more just sort of like... Sneaky. Yeah, like he doesn't need to really speak loud. You know? That, just that line where he says, they might ask where these strange ideas come from. That's mm-hmm. very like, you know, I don't know. That's just like this weird... Like if I, I'm going to tell on you. Yeah. It's like that kid who's like, <laughs> I'm going to tell on you, man. Right. You better be careful. I'm mm-hmm. with the teacher now. It's just like this slimy, sneaky, like treacherous kind of tone yeah, yeah, yeah right wow uh okay so so uh there's a bunch of loud loud yells in orc speech you know uh the, this ring and clash of weapons was being drawn cautiously pippin rolled over yeah he gets hoping, a glance at this yeah hoping that he could see what would happen uh his guards were gone to join the fray uh in the twilight he saw a large black orc probably ugluck uh standing and facing grishnuk uh a short crooked-legged creature very broad and with long arms that hung almost to the ground Round them were... That's kind of a scary image, right? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, round them uh, were many small goblins. Pippin supposed that these were the ones from the north. They had drawn their knives and swords, but hesitated to attack Ugluck. <laughs> so there is that third faction, there, yep. and, and they seem smaller. You know, I imagine if you're in Moria and you're kind of like in the mountains, you might be a smaller yeah. you know, uh, species. And type the, of, you the, know. the films did a good job of, of making each look distinct. You know, and yeah. in, in in the film for the two towers, we don't see that Moria orc presence. It's just the it's Mordor and it's Isengard. You right. know, it's Grishnok's party and it's Uglock's party. But um, I mean, you go back and you look at uh, think of those scenes when they're in the mines of Moria and all the orcs are around them, or all the goblins are around them, and they yeah. they look very different. The big big eyes and almost kind of alien like. So it's cool that even Pippin he he can tell. The difference. They're very different, not only in how they're talking to each other, how they interact, their allegiances, but even the way they look. You can you can pick yeah. out the different yeah, groups. Yeah. Right. So as this kind of fight is, is happening, really you've got those two forces. Uh again, the the, the third party kind of stays out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh Ugluck shouts and they he kind of actually uh, he sprang forward, right? And with two yeah. swift strokes swept the heads off uh two of his opponents. Yeah. Grishnik stepped aside 
and vanished into the shadows. I missed this, man. I, I mean, I must have read right over this. Because yeah. when he pops up later, I'm like, wait, he was gone? Yeah, he was gone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he, I mean, he instantly, yep. almost like in that fray, just, he knew, you know, yeah, he's smart. Sure. He's very, yep. you know, and, and so, boom, slips off into the shadows. I wonder if that's why he's a little scarier, too, because he's not just brute force. He he's seems clever. like, the, yes, there's a, a much yeah. more going on with him. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so boom. And uh, let's see. Oh, so this is where that, that uh, he's talking about the fact that he, um, what saved his life, what saved Pippin's life. The others gave way, so this fight's happening, right? And uh, one stepped backwards and fell over Pippin, uh, over Mary's prostrate, uh, his, uh, his form with a curse. Yeah. Uh, yet that probably saved his life. Yeah. For Uglux follow, followers leaped over him and cut down uh, another with their uh, broad-bladed swords. It was the yellow-fanged guard. His body fell right on top of Pippin, still clutching that long, um, sawed-edged knife. Man. And actually, that's what he uses, I mean, to kind of cut those, uh-huh. to cut himself that's free, right. his hands. That's right. Right? Uh, so, so he does that, and then he's able to kind of uh, tie his wrists, you know, kind of loosely back together so it looks like he's tied yeah. up. And he refers know. to it as a gleam of hope that had come to him. Yeah. Just amazing thinking about that. Like how, and you know, I mean, Pippin, he's a fool, right? Fool of a toque. Mm-hmm. Not so much, man. Yeah. He's, he's either through, through this adventure so far, he's becoming, he's becoming greater or just the need of desperation. He's finding this, uh, he's finding this deeper, like wit within himself, you know, where he's yeah. like, Hey, here's my chance. I'm going to do this. And then, because I mean, that's, that's smart. I don't know if I would think of that. I'm going to cut my bonds, and then I'm going to loosely retie them so it looks like I'm still bound. Right. But I can get out anytime I want. Because they're not going to check me. If no. it looks like it's tied up, they're not going to check me. They're, they're, they're fighting amongst themselves. That's the last thing they're worried about, checking my bonds every five seconds. Mm-hmm. They're so, running. They're moving. Yeah. Uh, they're being pursued. You right. know, so, that's right. Yeah. There's a lot they've got to think about. Um, you know, and then so he... he uh, he does that. He even uh, pokes himself and starts uh, in his wrist, cuts himself, um, starts to bleed a little bit. But uh, the orcs, they're getting ready to move again. Some of the northerners uh, were unwilling. So, you know, they've got this. They, they can't even decide when they're going to move together. Um, the Isengarders slew two more before the rest were cowed. Uh, there was much cursing and confusion. For the moment, Pippin was unwatched. His legs were securely bound, but his arms were only tied. So there we go. We talk about him cutting it and, and putting it back on into mm-hmm. a loose bracelet. Yep. yep. And then um, Ugluk, you know, they're getting ready to go again, tells them to pick up the prisoners. If they're not alive when we get back, someone else will die too. So his, yeah. his words are very clear. You know, that's been solved. No one's going to touch them. They're unharmed. Um, Saruman wants to deal with them personally. Right. Yeah. Uh, so now this is where, let's see, so, so a scout comes up on them, right? Right after that. So uh, the scout, let's see. Yeah, that's right. The scouts had come back, right? And uh, said an orc that was close at hand. Well, what did you discover? Growled Ugluck. Only a single horseman, and he made off westwards. All's clear now. Now I dare say, but how long? You fools. You should have shot him. He'll yeah. raise the alarm. Yeah. The cursed horse breeders will hear from us by morning. Um, and so, yeah, so that they came across one of their scouts. Right. And scouts uh, see one another. Yep. Right. And they're on horse. And this is their yeah, land. This yeah. is their turf. And yeah. so, yeah, for sure. Uh, they're going to be in trouble. Oh, they're going to awesome, be man. in trouble. Awesome. I love um, it. You know. It's so cool when you get to see, I mean, so so often in times we just see the one side in a narrative, right? right? And it's so cool seeing both sides here. It's just mm-hmm. like it fills in all the gaps. Um, 
Yeah, really, really cool. Well, what's impressive is actually we don't really get a whole lot about how like their 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 moving speed. We got that from Legless, right? They're moving so fast, yeah. but really, it doesn't seem like it in this chapter. You're right; it doesn't. It doesn't feel They're like it. Before, they must stuff. be yeah. really just moving it when, yeah. when they are. I mean, there's a point where he kind of goes in and out in, of, yeah. of uh, you know consciousness. You're right. Yeah. So, but uh, man. So anyway, so yep. now they, they they take the little bandage. They're they're getting the hobbits ready to go. And they take that bandage off of Mary, and they, they rub that uh, uh, York draft. Dark. Yeah. Well, well no, it's like the medicine stuff. The medicine. Yeah, so yeah right. they, they kind of make fun of him. He can't handle his medicine. He's yep. squirming, and yep. I felt bad. He's like kind of struggling, you know. Uh, and then That's terrible. Uh, yeah, it's it's he can't take his medicine. They they jeered. Yeah. Uh, do, you know, doesn't know what's good for him. So. And then that dude, the moment where they um. Oh, this part. He cut the thongs around Pippin's legs and ankles. Picked him up by his hair and stood him on his feet. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine? Just like like he's a little rag doll. Right. Pippin fell down and Ugluck dragged him up by his hair again. Yeah. Yep. Several orcs laughed. Ugluck thrust a flask between his teeth and poured some burning liquid down his throat. He felt a hot, fierce glow flow through him. The pain in his legs and ankles vanished. He could stand. So it's just interesting, you know. It's like it's like a perversion of you know the, the elf draft. Right, that that mm-hmm. liquor that they were given that warmed them in a in a good way and gave them strength to carry on. And this is almost you imagine this almost like a drug, like it doesn't it doesn't uh, drive the pain away. It just covers it up and replaces it with something that you know is able to you're, you're able to forget it, but it's not in a good way. Yeah, you know? right. Right, it replaces it with something else for sure. Uh, Mary, so after after they they stand up there, Mary kind of comes too, doesn't he? Yeah, he kind of comes to, and he has a quick little, you yeah. know, hello. You know, he's talking yeah, to right. talking to Pippin there on this holiday. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So you decided to come along, right? Um, <laughs> where do we get the? Where do we get bed and breakfast? <laughs> right, he wants to know. Yeah. Um, so little, little little comedy. Ugluck's not having any of it though. He kind of yep. says, "You'll get uh, bed and breakfast, all right, more than you more can than you stomach. can handle." That's right. Yeah. You're not to talk to one another. Right. No talk. Cut that out. So. This is, you know, basically they, they kind of descended this narrow ravine leading down and into this, the Misty Plains. Isn't yeah. this cool? Because we're getting, we, we got it before the last chapter, all the details of, you know, the, the eastern wall of Rohan. Yep. And then the beginning of the plains. Yep. And so we got all those names last chapter, and now we're seeing it through Pippin's eyes, and Pippin doesn't know where the hell they are. Right, You know, exactly. he's never been here. It was only because of, actually, in, in, in the Hunters, it was only because of Aragorn that they knew the names of these places. Yeah. Because of the time that he had spent there. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's just cool to, like, we're able to put that, piece that together because we've seen it from 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 Aragorn's point of view. Okay, yeah, that's the the East Wall, and they're making their way down, and then even the trickling of the stream that comes up later. You know, we're able to, to uh, name all of these landmarks because of, you know, the king had named them before when yeah. we were in with him in the previous chapter. Pretty cool. It is, yeah. Feels like we're on the inside a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, ah, we know where that is because Aragorn yeah. told us. Right. Right. Yep. Well, and, and it's neat because later on Pippin kind of says, like, he wishes, ah, he's, he's glad for his time, like he... Like the the company was in better hands, right, with Gandalf and, and other yeah. folks who were reading those maps back at Rivendell. Right, right, right. And we find out that Mary actually had been uh, had been as well. Spent you know, my so. time better than you, Pippin. Yeah, right. I think he. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. All all perspective, right, Mary? Because sure. you know, Pippin seemed was probably enjoying himself and uh, back in Rivendell, and, sure. and I don't know. It is what it is, you know. Yeah, it is. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, so he's yeah. he's kind of confused as to the. Where they're at can't give us much direction, but we already had that before, so we're okay. Yep. Uh, every now and then, there came to his mind. So as they're running, right, they're 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 moving along, and uh, 
they're, they're trying to outpace the white skins, right? That's right. Uh, so they definitely wanted to, you know, outpace them. And uh, Ugluck is kind of telling him, you'll run with me behind you, right? Uh, yeah. Or, or you'll you'll never see your beloved holes again. He's kind of telling that to the that third group, those um, Moria orcs. Yeah, that's right. You know, so but as so as as they take off, you know, um, well actually they're not running now, are they? So let's see. Oh, they're getting right too. Yeah, you're right. Are they? Are they? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Pippin was kind of far back there. He wondered how long he. Uh, would be able to go oh, on. You mean at the this hobbits? Pace. Yeah, yeah, the hobbits. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they're up and running. Yep. Yeah. So he had no, he had no food since the morning, um, and so on. So, but now and every got now that and again, threat of the whip too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, wait a second. Did, did, did he run off first? There. Hold on. Is that what happened? Um, no, not yet. I don't think yet. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. It's okay. coming up. Because you said the whip, and I got, I got to thinking. Yeah, that, that's uh, right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Okay. Yep, I do. But anyway, so every now and again, there came into his mind an unbidden vision of the keen so face cool. of Strider yeah. bending over Dark Trail and running, running behind. But what could even a ranger see except a confused trail of orc feet? So that's his question. Yeah. That's his thought. What can he see? You know, and he says, there's just no way he's not going to. I mean, we're being carried. For a lot of this, we're being carried. And if, and if we are running, then our, our footprints are being trampled. That's what Pippin's thinking. Pippin's inspired here, man. He, this is not; these are not the thoughts of a fool. I just no. love the transformation we're getting Same. from him. Same here. It's just amazing. Yep. Like I don't think I would think that way in that situation. I would be overcome with you know six feet from the edge. Yeah. You know, six feet don't seem that far down. Yeah, we'll yeah right. It's like I'm, I, I'd be giving up the ghost. I think, but he uh-huh. uh, isn't. Like I don't know. He's finding something. He's finding little bits of hope to hang on to, and thinking, what can I do to improve our situation? Right, you know, it's just he's not luggage. Exactly, it's far so, more than that. And he and he's having this this uh, this unbidden vision, right? Yeah, man. Uh, What's that all about? Yeah, I don't know. That's that, that's interesting. Very interesting. So he has that vision, and he's he's starting to kind of think to himself, like, man, what you know, he's not going to be able to see anything. Um, now, they um, what is they're moving down like the, the the land sloped down, right? Which we had mm-hmm. heard about before. Yep. And so they're kind Taking of into the plains of Rohan. Yep. Yeah. Kind of having to watch their footing as they, as they run down um, hill there a bit. But uh, a sudden thought had leaped into Pippin's mind and he acted on it at once. He swerved aside to the right and dived out of the reach of his clutching guard mm-hmm. head first into the mist. He landed sprawling on the grass. Halt. Yelled Ugluck. And so they had all this turmoil and confusion and they had to kind of run after uh, Pippin, and this is where, as I was saying, you, did, you know, he he kind of runs off just to, to make some um, footprints. So footprints, You're right. yep, to to distinguish himself, you know, from mm-hmm. uh, this this horde, mm-hmm. you know, which I think number one, it gives them hope. He doesn't realize that it gives them hope when they mm-hmm. see that they're still alive. Yep, you know, hopefully this didn't cost him. Right. I think is what they, th- you know, were yeah, thinking. that's right. That was their thought. Yeah, Gimli, right? Yep. Hopefully hope he still didn't. has legs to uh-huh. to run on. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But. Uh, so yeah, but he wanted to give him some trails, let him know that we're we're still here, we're with this group, you know, this is who you should be following if you are following. So uh, there's that. Uh, then the unclasping of the brooch, yeah, man. the brooch comes off. The man. brooch. When when the brooch is off, the cat's in the cradle or something like that. <laughs> I you know, it's uh, yeah. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, he drops that and and, and uh, now the 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 whip is what comes out and gets him right curls around his leg, yeah that's right. right. They get him with the whip there, and so then then again they're kind of you know Ugluck tells him to unspoiled right. They can't be spoiled, yeah. 
and uh, you know basically later on we can you know we're, we're collecting these um, we're keeping track of yeah. what you owe us shan't forget yeah exactly yeah so 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 we'll we'll come collect Gosh. later right crazy uh, now this is the part where they don't really kind of remember a whole lot yeah they're sort of in and out here aren't they yeah yep and uh, they didn't remember much of the, of the later part of the journey evil dreams and evil waking were blended into a long tunnel of misery and this is where I, I just kind of can't met this is where I really started to kind of think you know it's like you're, you're six feet you're six feet from the edge yeah. six feet under right yeah. thinking about it yeah um, and I just like it seems like there is this glimpse of hope but man I don't know I would be just I don't know how they're functioning. I don't either. You know, and they're making them run too, and then yep. carry them when they can't run, and, yep. and so on. You know? And even when they're carried, it talks about. I think we, I mean, like I mentioned before, it's like you, you envision them just being kind of. Oh, it'd be nice to be carried. I think you'd almost prefer running because mm-hmm. when you're carried, you have these 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 strong arms and these nails digging into you. The, yeah. Their claw like nails dug into their side or they're up around the, I think at well, one talks point about how sma- their face was smashed yeah, into the jowls and the, the ear and the hair yep. of, of one of their faces. And just mm-hmm. like, uh, just not rubbing, not a, rubbing raw. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Rubbing his, their skin off. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, man, that would be terrible. Right. Carried like a sack. I mean, that's not a great way to be carried. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, so eventually the, uh, they talk about the, as, as, as they're moving, they didn't, you know, again, didn't know much about what was happening, uh, in and out and the warmth of the orc, uh, that, that draft that they had kind of had that orc, orc drink, um, was kind of gone. It had lost its, um, power, mm-hmm. I guess, you know? So, and he, he, he suddenly, he fell face down on the turf. Um, hard hands were, were, um, you know, kind of bringing him back up. Nails gripped him, um you know, kind of gouging into his flesh there, uh, lifting him back up. He was carried like a sack once more, uh, you know, and let's see what happens. Darkness or blindness. Oh yeah. 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 Um, they halt after a little while and you know, they're, he's laying there fighting with despair again. So, um, his head swam, uh, but from the heat of, from the heat in his body, he guessed that he had been given another draft. Uh, so not even being conscious of that, you know, that he was given that orc draft again. An orc stooped over him and flung him some bread and a strip of raw, dried flesh. He ate the stale gray bread hungrily, but not the meat. He was famished, but not yet so famished as he eat flesh flung to him by an orc. The flesh of he dared not guess what creature. Mm-hmm. You know, That's, and we, we know yeah. that the um, orc high, they, they talk about eating man flesh. So is that, you know, eating, some poor eat, eating their own flesh? Yeah, 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 that's true. Could even be, yeah, that's right, orc flesh. Uh, I mean, gross. So Meat's back on the menu, menu boys. <laughs> um, you know, there's more shouting and debating. Uh, quarrel seems to be breaking out again between the Northerners and the Isengarders this time. Um, pointing, they're, they're pointing back away south. Some are pointing eastward. Um, you know, Ogluk says, very well, leave them to me. No killing, as I've told you before. But if you want to throw away what we've come all the way for, I'll look after them. I'll take care of it. You know, I'll watch the, I'll watch the, the, the halflings when the white skins come. Run, go to the forest, you wusses, get mm-hmm. out of here. Right. Uh, some cursing and scuffling ensued after that. And most of the northerners broke away, except for a couple of them. They, were, they pointed out that they were uh, larger and bolder, uh, remained behind. Um, now we'll deal with Grishnok, said Ugluk. But uh, some even of his own followers were looking uneasily southwards. So this 
um, Grishnok leads this party back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know, growled Ugluck, the cursed horse boys have got wind of us, but that's all your fault, Snaga. You and the other scouts ought to have cu- uh, you and the other scouts ought to have cut cut your ears off, or ought to have your ears cut off. But we are the fighters. We'll feast on horse flesh yet, or something better. And at that moment, Pippin saw why some of the troop had been pointing eastward. From that direction, there now came the horse cries, and there was Grishnok again. So here he comes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And at that back, or at his back, a couple of a couple, score. gosh, a of score. score of others like him, long-armed, crook-legged orcs. They had a red eye painted on their shields. Ugluck stepped forward to meet them. Yeah. So you've come back. Yeah, he better came of back. I, I, so we have another conflict here between these two. How did he get there and back so quick? I think he was shadowing and the, the, you know, kind of following him and and, and had to have been. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a mystery. I'm not really sure. You know, I like. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know. maybe Very there's 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 more going maybe, on. Yeah, maybe they had a more lay in waiting or, or and yeah, maybe. I mean, we we find out too that there's that group waiting in Fangorn. So yeah. maybe yeah, Grishnok exactly. had uh, his own. you know had a, another group that was stationed that maybe and maybe when they crossed the river several parties crossed at different points and they had areas they were going to wait and Grishnok knew about it so he could you know if one of his groups left he could go get the other one I mean I don't know man mm-hmm. they they they're rogues man they yeah. they just do their own thing right right ugh so unstable yep yep so. Uh, he says he, he's, he's returned to see that orders are carried out and the prisoners safe, mm-hmm. right? And he says, mm-hmm. uh, Uglick says it's a waste of effort. Uh, I'll see that the orders are carried out in my Gosh, command, man. you know? Oh, man, ridiculous. Yeah. So um, what else did you come back for? You went in a hurry. Did you leave anything behind? <laughs> he says, I left a fool, right? Yeah. But there were some stout fellows with him uh, that are too good to lose. I knew you'd lead them into a mess. I've come to help. Wow. And so they're having this back and forth. It's just kind of crazy. And this is where the mocking yes. kind of takes place. Yep. Which is uh, pretty crazy stupid, I think. But Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, he starts to kind of say, this is Ugluck talking here. But unless you've got some guts for, for fighting, you've taken the wrong way. Uh, Lugbers is, was, was your road. The Whiteskins are coming. What's happened to your, to your precious Nazgul? Yeah. Uh, he has another mount, or I'm um, sorry, has he had another mount shot under him? Uh, now, if, you, if you'd brought him along, that might have been useful if these Nazgul are all they're made out to be. <laughs> and uh, it's just kind of great because Grishnok then kind of says, he repeats, Nazgul, Nazgul. And the weird, like, he gets off on the word, man. Licking his lips it's as almost if like the he word says it, like, had a foul t- Nazgul. That's cool. Almost like the the word itself gives him power. Yeah, he can taste it, and it's like you don't even know, man. You because he says it again. No, he he says Nazgul. Ah, right. And he kind of yeah. has it like uh, yeah, dude. Uh, Look in his lips. What does it say? Um, as if the as if that word had a foul taste that he savored painfully. Mm. Ah. Okay. All right. <laughs> and he talks about them being the apple of the great eye. Right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it is. Yep. And saying that you know they're they're not going to be released yet. They're they're made for war mm-hmm. and other purposes. Right. Yeah, yeah. So and then Uglux, you know, kind of, um, you seem to know a lot more than is good for you, I guess. Perhaps those in Lugsburg might wonder how and why. 
But in the meantime, the Urukai of Isengard can do the dirty work. Is that the first time they say Urukai? Did, did they say it? Er, did they say it earlier? Um, I think it is. Could be. Could have been earlier too, but I don't know. Um, I'll fact check real quick. Yeah. So he says, uh, "Don't stand slaving there. Get your rabble together. The other swine are are legging it to the forest. You'd better follow." You wouldn't get back to the Great River alive. <laughs> right, right off the mark. Um, that so, might so be, buddy. That might be the yeah, first time. Yeah, it's just kind of weird that they kind of call, call themselves, themselves Isengarders, you know. Right. I guess maybe that might even be Pippin, just referring to them that way. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So the Isengarders kind of seize Mary and Pippin, and they take them off. And, uh, you know, let's see. Oh, here we go. So th then the troops started off. Hour after hour, they ran, pausing now and again, only to sling the hobbits to, uh, to fresh carriers. So yeah. they're kind of like passing them Trading back and forth, off. right? Mm -hmm. um, either because they were quicker or um, harder or because of some plan of Grishnox. The Isengarders gradually passed through the, or for, through the orcs of um, Mordor, and Grishnox folk closed in behind. Soon they were gaining also on the northerners ahead. So the northerners kind of took off, right? Yep. And so there's like that three, almost like three packs kind of running. Now, yeah. Right. Cause they started off for the forest. Yeah. Remember they used to tell them, go run, get out of here. We'll take care of it. You go on, go take some refuge in Fangorn kind of a deal. Right. But now they're over, overtaking them and they're, they're cursing at them. Maggots jeered the Isengarders. You're, you're cooked. The white skins will catch you and eat you. They're coming. Right. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> and then, uh, Grishnok cries out here, and it's he, you know it's not just an insult that these horsemen are riding very swiftly. Had indeed been sighted, still far behind, but gaining on the orcs, gaining on them like a tide over the flats, on folk staying uh, straying in, in a quicksand. Uh, the Isengarders began to run with a redoubled pace that astonished Pippin. A terrific spurt it seemed for the end of a race. Then he saw that the sun was sinking, falling behind the misty mountains. Shadows. Uh, reached over the land. The soldiers of Mordor lifted their heads and also began to put on speed. The forest was dark and close. Already they had passed a few outlying trees. The land was beginning to slope upwards ever more steeply, but the orcs did not halt. Both Ugluk and Grishnok shouted, spurring them on to a last effort. So the race to Fangorn. Yep. Yep. To have that uh, protection from these pursuing horse boys, as they call them. Yeah. Well, and, and so Pippin's understanding what's happening and he's looking back and he's kind of mm -hmm. seeing that they are closing in. Yeah. He can see them coming yep. eastward, right? Yeah. And so he saw the riders away eastward uh, were already level with the orcs. So there's hope again. He's starting to kind of see this and he starts to kind of wonder himself what kind of folk these are. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, who are these, mm -hmm. you know, horsemen, right? And it's cool because he's seeing them kind of like uh, almost like cowboys wrangling, you know, uh, yeah. Cows. They're they're he's they're hemming them in. They're um, like it's beginning to encircle them, keeping yeah. them from scattering and going off in different directions. Right. Uh, man, what a cool! I would love to see like drone footage of this. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, first of all, just to see how fast these urukai are moving. Yes. Like how what a marvel that would be, and then to see you know the 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 riders of Rohan kind of. I don't know. Like yep. even as fast as they're going, man, these horses are another level. Yeah, and they're right. able to just kind of maneuver these guys wherever they want them. God. Yeah. Now, what I think is interesting is when this is where I mentioned before that Pippin is kind of thinking back to Rivendell, and yeah. I'm like, "Gosh, I wish I would have, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, 
inquired about these folks a little bit more. But what he does remember is that old Shadowfax has come from this land. That's right. And that has to be a good sign. Yep, that's right. In his mind, even though he doesn't remember the whole story, but he does sort of remember Gandalf was there and was talking to them and warning them, and he got Shadowfax. That's right. So that's a good thing. And then he had, suddenly has this, this thought. He's like, how are they going to know that we're not orcs? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't suppose they've ever heard of hobbits down here, which is funny because last chapter we learned that they had no idea. You know, that those exactly. are just, you know, wives tales. The hobbits aren't real. So right. Pippin was very wise. to Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply think that too um i suppose i ought to be glad that the beastly orcs uh you know look like they're going to be destroyed but yeah i'd rather save myself too and then i love how tolkien even says here it's like we get pippin's thoughts and tolkien's kind of like you know he's right the chances were that he and mary would be killed all together with their captors yep um before ever the men of rohan were aware of them it's just interesting that's just you, we don't often get that like a character having a thought and then the author saying you know he's probably right yep it's probably what's gonna happen <laughs> um yeah oh yeah. and this is where we get the bowman yeah getting get, you know uh riding from horseback already starting to uh pick off some of the the straggling orcs mm-hmm. uh with arrows wow. right, right yeah so that's that so they're that close i mean yeah you know uh now 
night came down without the riders closing in for battle. Mm-hmm. All right, so they do make it uh, into nightfall. Mm-hmm. Many orcs had fallen, but uh, fully 200 remained. Whoa. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Whoa. That's a lot, huh? I, I, that's more than I thought. And then we realize how many horsemen yeah, were lost compared yeah. to that. Yeah, exactly. Man, they kicked ass, dude. Yes, they did. Um, hmm. Okay. Yeah. So let's see the 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 uh, he's kind of talking about wh- where they're lo- located uh, in relationship to the forest, mm-hmm. uh, and this is where you were bringing up what's uh, a furlong. A furlong. Yeah, because I had no idea. So they're no more than three furlongs away. A furlong is one furlong is two hundred twenty yards. Okay. So no more than, you know, six hundred feet away. Mm-hmm. Should be like two football fields. Yeah. Not sure. that far. Yeah. At all. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. So, so, they're, so they're close. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm still doing the math. I'm thinking through. Right. Uh, yeah. 300, 300 feet is a football field. Yeah. 100 yards. 100 yards. Yeah. So about that. A couple football fields. Cool. It's not very far at all, man. No. Mm-hmm. They caught them just in time. Right. Right. Uh, so now this, the horseman had encircled them. So you kind of you kind of tell that like even from a great distance they had gone on ahead and and they were anyone who was straggling and, and moving off mm-hmm. you know or scattering the horsemen were picking them off mm-hmm. so there's that uh, let's see a small band um, oh yeah you know disobeyed Ugluck's command and ran on towards the forest yeah only three returned yep. <laughs> So they so they're they're the, hemmed in for what, sure. What, what I'm really they're getting picked off uh, on the edges as they as they scatter, mm-hmm. and the main host is kind of staying intact. But mm-hmm. what they'll need, I'm thinking, is is for them to punch through whatever this this encampment is. They would need to kind of hopefully um, drive forward and, and, and you know towards the forest yeah. and, and pierce through that one point. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. Grishnik though gets a chance to put a little uh, you know he's like, he's like look where we're at here. Right? Mm-hmm. Look at this fine leadership. We have <laughs> yeah. Here. yeah, that's right. Uh, I hope the great Ugluck will lead us out again. You yeah. know? So uh, he decides to put the halflings down and uh, taking no notice of Grishnik, um, he kind of gives a couple commands there for them to stand guard. Uh, tells him, you know, he's telling some of their orcs that, you know, the hobbits are not to be killed yeah. um, unless the filthy white skins break through. Yeah. And so I think in that sense, the very end they would kill him right they would kill him yeah yeah so man crazy which is crazy you know yeah it is that he has they're, is they're are those are man. those a part of his commands is this part of his orders like that's what it sounds like to me yeah like as long as i'm alive and, i want him and then maybe even you know if grishnok survived i don't want grishnok taking him right you know that that kind of a thing too they're not going to go to mordor they're going to go to isengard or they're going to die well, because if they die there, maybe the the riders of Rohan won't know the trinket that they carry. Exactly, and Saruman might can not come even by. notice them. Yeah, know? and it can't be destroyed, right? And right. so Saruman could come by and That's pick through the rubble too. and That's find that too. ring. Yeah, you know, so good kill point. him if you can't, and I'll come collect. Yep. yep. So, uh, all right. Though Mary and Pippin get a chance here to kind of talk with each That's other, right. and they get uh, refueled a bit on on Lambus bread. That's right. Is this where Pippin learns that he doesn't have his? Or where Mary learns that Pippin's hands are untied? Not yet. No, oh, they, they just talk about it. And they're Lembus. just talking about Lembus spread. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Because they, they, they come to the realization that they still have it. Um, Mary's like, you know, I don't think much of this. I feel nearly done in. 
I uh, don't think I could crawl away even if I was free. And Pippin is the one who has this thought. Lembas. Lembas. I've got some. Have you? I don't think they've taken anything but our swords. Yes, I had a packet in my pocket, answered Mary. But it must be battered to crumbs. Anyway, I can't put my mouth in my pocket. You won't have to. I've... But just then, a savage kick warned Pippin that the noise had died down and the guards were watchful again. Yeah. It makes me think as if you and I were sitting there, you know, whispering together. Uh, you know, I almost think we'd be daydreaming. What would we be daydreaming about? We'd yeah. be daydreaming of, I don't know, we'd be starting a podcast. Yeah, I think we would. And we'd probably be shooting the breeze, trying to come up with a name. Wait, would we would, would we be drinking some of that orc draft? Would we be hitting some of that? I don't know. I don't, do I don't know if we want that like? fire. Oh, man. Fireball whiskey? I don't know. <laughs> probably not that Jägermeister? I'm not really <laughs> sure. But we'd be thinking of a name. We'd have to get it just right. You got any ideas? Uh, yeah. How about um, the Horse Boys podcast? I like that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, we could make like a running podcast. Call it the Legit Podcast. <laughs> or Legit. <laughs> legit. Oh. The Legit Podcast. The Legit. Yeah. The dash like in there. I like yeah. it. All right. Um, <laughs> the Apple of Sorry's Eye podcast. Oh, man. Yeah. You're so poetic, bud. Thank you. What about uh, wrangled, real, uncomfortable orcs? <laughs> uh, that's good. That's awesome. Uh, here we go. The Bilbo and Bill Show. Oh, I like that recommendation. Yeah. Uh, how about down for speaking up, talking Tolkien? Wow. Kind of a play on, you know, the UP thing. Getting Uppers. there. Getting there. Close. One of these days, I'd like to think we're going to start one. But not today. No. Not today. We're, we're hanging out with right. old Pippin. Poor old Pippin and Mary. We are. We really are. Oh, It's kind of depressing, isn't it? I had a lot of I'm fun worried. reading it. I'm not having fun thinking about it. I know. These poor guys. But again, like how proud of you are Pippin? How proud of you? How proud of, proud of Pippin are you? I'm proud of Pippin. And this whole time I'm thinking like, that's that Billy. Is that Billy Boyd? Yeah. Like Billy Boyd. I am. I am actually thinking about him quite a bit as I read this, which is crazy. Um, all right. So I'm more arguing, you know, again, just, just by ugly luck. And, it's and, getting and old, guys. Get, it's get along. Yeah, really. Gosh, but they're the surrounded. freaking team. They're surrounded. Oh, and, yeah. And what, what is, what's, uh, you know, um, Grishnok, what's his, what's his exit strategy here? You know? Does he I have I don't know. One? Grishnok's just a D-bag. Yeah. Uh, okay, I do think it's cool that they start to see these, you know, these fires spring up around the edge, and the irony that, you know, this evil force that, I guess, you know, only half of them really, I guess, serve the, you know, the eye of of Sauron, the eye, the the ire, the eye, you know, wreathed in flame. Yes, are now in the middle of an eye of fire. Wow! Right, just this big fire circle. That's interesting. That's around them, and it's like, hey. That's field, interesting. Boys. Yeah, we're watching you. <laughs> that's it. actually, yeah. Really. And, I, and, the, and the cool visual too that, like, you know, the orcs, you know, that the that the horsemen weren't getting close to those fires, but if they did happen to pass, the orcs would shoot shoot a, an arrow out in vain and and you know miss them because they were just swiftly passing by. And man, they're just we're really seeing the power of these riders too. You know, we we were intimidated by them last chapter just because they're on horseback, they're outnumbering us. They were Dude. hostile. 
in a way. Yeah. But here we're seeing that like all that bark has a huge bite. Like the way they're able to, I don't know, man, eventually like take out this force. You're like, yeah. holy crap, if we can get them yeah. together with the other forces of Middle Earth, we get, we'll be game our, on, yeah. bro. Yep. They can do quite a bit. Game yeah. on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that swearing that's going on, I, something that was interesting here, I, in the midst of all this, they're kind of cursing them, like, like realizing they're going to wait till the sun rises yeah. to attack us. Yeah. And so they're upset about that. Yep. They mention something interesting here. They say, these white skins have better night eyes than most men, mm-hmm. from all I've heard. Mm-hmm. And don't forget their horses. You know? Yep. So um, I thought that was kind of pretty cool. cool. It yeah, is kind of cool. neat, right? Because yeah. they, they, you would think that the... Um, the orcs would have better. Yeah, the orcai yeah. and mm-hmm. things would have better, you know, vision in the night. Mm-hmm. Than, but they're actually kind of impressed uh, with the vision of these horsemen. Yes. Which I thought was just super cool. The old horse boys. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So. Um, oh, that, that line real quick. Sorry, I love that line. They can see the night breeze, or so it said, the horses. See the night breeze. The what heck cool, is that? What a cool phrase. Like, Dude, what is the night breeze? That's crazy. It's darker than the day breeze. That's all Let I know. Tell you <laughs> Can you see, see the night breeze? Oh my god! Sounds like a podcast, man. It actually does. Can you see the, the night breezy? <laughs> it's <laughs> blowing over my face. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Don't say you're tired, as I'm not tired. I am. Well, get over it. Um, I, just, I, I just want to be free of these orcs, man. I just want to get out of here, you know? <laughs> and this is where we learn, my brother. Yeah. Uh, there's still one thing the fine fellows don't know. Mauhur and his lads are in the forest, and they should turn up any time now. Contingency plan. Are they going to, though? Well, do they deliver? No. No. <laughs> uh, are they going to show up? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're eventually just going to be a bunch of ash. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, these words, you know, they satisfy the Isengarders, but the other orcs, you know, both dispirited and rebellious. Um, so they have watchers out. They're resting in the pleasant darkness. You know, they're, they're, they get they recharge from being in the dark. So they're just taking a time out there. Obviously, you can't go anywhere. Moon passes onward, and Pippin could not see anything even a few feet away from him. So well, this mist is really closing in, too. Yeah. Well, and, and, and here's the part where Ugluck is kind of like this, that cry takes place, right? And some of the other yeah. orcs are killed on the edge. Yes. And the riders of Rohan have actually dismounted yeah. some of them, and they've crawled in and, Man, and, cool. and, 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 and killed some of these guys. Snipered. And here's the thing. I'm thinking if, if you're Aomer, you've got to be thinking, you saw the numbers. Yeah. Let's, let's got to pick some off. Pick these guys yep. off here. Yep. So they're working through the numbers. It's like Assassin's Creed stuff. Dude, it is. It's super cool, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, so they're sneaking in there. They're picking them off here and there. Uh, he's running around on the edges of the camp, you know, trying to figure crap out. Dude, can you just imagine, too, like, all right, you're, you're sitting there. You're, you're pumped up for battle, right? Your horse is, is resting here. But your horse is probably right next to you looking and trying to perceive what's going mm-hmm. on, too. And you're probably yep. talking to him. Yep. Naomi comes up and he says, you know, we need a couple guys to go in there. Do some dirty work. Yeah. We need you, Ezra. Lane, you go with him, too. Uh, dismount. Crawl in, take out as many as you can, and return. I'd just be like, "Let's go, baby, dude!" Come I just on. got, I just got chills, man. I mean, just thinking of that, like, and, and then like maybe you have some kind of, I don't know, something like a, a way of 
those riders have to be so close, right? So maybe they do a headbutt or they, you know, they like grasp each other, each other's arms or something. They're like, you know, they say some some parting words they do before any time they go into battle, and it's like yeah. Ret- return to us. Yeah, man, wow. I mean, like, oh my gosh, it'd be awesome. It actually, if Amir came to us and said, "Yeah, fellas, this is what I need. This is important. I trust you. You know, go get it done. Right. I'd love to kill an orc. I mean, wouldn't you? Oh my gosh. I mean, he's given us that I'd last little that little, that last little you know bit of advice. And he's like, just pay attention to that night breeze. Just I know you can see it. <laughs> just, just you. That's, that's my horse's name, Night Breeze. I'm calling it. That's great, actually. Um, or horse fart. Maybe that one. No, Night Breeze, dude. How do you think you? What would you? Okay, you and I, I are, are, are are sneaking up on these guys, right? Yep. Let me tell you what I think I would do. I'd have I I I would go with you as far as I could, and then what I would do is I would say, you stay here because mm-hmm. i need to know where you're at mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it's easier if i leave you and i know where you're at and i'm not gonna we're not gonna both split part ways we cut to this point you stay here i'm gonna move off to the side all right i'm gonna continue crawling okay <laughs> and i move off to the side but before i leave you i give you instructions to shoot first so wait till you know like maybe, maybe they can do like even like a little like um a call? Like we can do like some kind of call. Here's what like, I was like, going like to do. A, like a bird, okay. like a, yeah. So I'm, I'm crawling with you. I'm going to yeah. take one from Winnie's book. All right? Okay. I'll say, Ezra, my brother, you are the stronger one with thick wrists. You carry on. I go to the right. And I will call for distraction. And I'd sit there and I'd go, ah, 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 ah. That's, that's, I would do the raven call of Winnie. That's Winnie. Yeah. Distract them. They'd come over towards me. You'd sneak up behind them. Yeah. And just you know, well, go what go. Uh, Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're picking him off with with bow and arrow right now. Okay. Okay. And so okay. I'm thinking you shoot first, and then as they start to come, you know, Uglock and these guys are coming towards you, you know, and they they it's over in this direction, boys. Yeah. Rah, they're moving over. Yeah. I'll hit them from the side. Swoop. That's pretty smart. Take one out that way. Maybe take a couple. They out. might even have some knives too that they're going up and well, straight, saying, straight from behind and just slitting that throat. Well, but dropping yeah. them down, covering the mouth up for sure. But let, now, now think about it. As I draw them towards me, and I've like shot a couple of them right, and they're headed towards you. Now they're coming towards me, and I shoot them. You got to it's re- a volley. You got to you, you relocate. They're confused for a little bit, and yeah. once we get a couple shot, we're out. It only it's only going to work for so long, yeah. Yeah. and then we got to get out of there. We return yeah. to Aomer. Yeah, the job is done. We slew 20. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. dude, how cool is that? Wow. Okay. Super cool. All right. Sorry. See, now I want a chapter from from the writer of Rohan's perspective. That's what I want. Yeah. Can we get Tolkien to bang out a chapter? Sure. Thank. Probably. All right. All right. <laughs> now, when they move off, Grishnik kind of sneaks up behind the hobbits. Yeah, that's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking they might have a chance to escape. They mm-hmm. decide not. They said, decide to hang tight for a second, you know. But he sneaks up behind him and like wraps his arm, his big old arms Dude, around this, him. This is an awesome scene. You know? Yeah. I feel like this really got kind of dumbed down for the films. Right. I mean, Grishnok is kind of more just like, hey, I want to eat their legs. Right. And yeah. in, and we're, we're about to see in this scene, it's so much more than that. So much it's more. It's like the hobbits are tempting him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the the knack that that Pippin has to play this. This is his idea. It is, yeah. And he just—it's beautiful the way he executes it. 
Yeah, for sure. You know? uh, yeah, absolutely. And Grishnik kind of gives him, you know, he kind of tells him that, like, what do you think we've kept you alive for? You know? Like, like, like you're basically, like, it's not because of any kindness. Right. Don't mistake us. Right. You know? Uh, and actually, Mary says, I find that quite easy to believe. Quite frankly. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like, I get you. Uh, yep. But you haven't got your prey home yet. And it doesn't seem to be going your way. <laughs> Whatever happens. If we come to Isengard, it won't be the great Grishnik that benefits. Saruman will take all that he can find. If you want anything for yourself, now's the time to do a deal. Right? Yeah. So that was actually, I think, Mary was kind of picking up on what Pippin had said yeah. uh, earlier. You know. Um, yeah, Gollum. Gollum. Right. Nothing, my precious. Right, yeah. And so isn't that crazy? He, he, he says that. And so that, I mean, do you think he actually picked up on where, on where Grishnok was from? And you remember the story? You know, of, of how Gollum had been picked up by those orcs of, of, of Mordor. I do. I mean, his thoughts, you know, they, they, we, we hear Pippin's thoughts. He says, Grishnok knows about the ring. He's looking for it. Because p- prior to this, where he's, when he's holding them, he's groping at them. That's right. He's feeling all over their bodies. Yep. Um, you know, he says, while Ugluck is busy, he probably wants it for himself. And he gets this cold fear and this inspiration at the same time. Um that he could use make that he could make use gosh he could use make of this yeah temptation desire <laughs> so yeah it's just it's brilliant how he's putting all this together yeah it is i mean so 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 pippin kind of starts him off on this whole you know uh yeah that, that's not, that's got to come from bilbo's tales right from bilbo telling him about gollum absolutely gollum 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 my princess got to be how does he know that? Bilbo had to have told him in the tales. Oh my gosh! But you he know, also or Gandalf, like Gandalf talking about Gollum, right? Ugh, yeah, right. Okay, I'm just thinking too to myself, like how is it that he knows to, uh, yeah, because not all of the orcs there know what these hobbits carry. Mm-hmm. Grishnik does, right? So he realizes that he's looking for the ring. He's putting together. I mean, it's got to be so, the groping. You're right. Where he's from, where he's from, you know, knowing the knowing what Sauron, the, the the purpose of Sauron being interested in halflings. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so, you're right. Gollum having been captured, and, and yeah, yeah, they would have known about that for be, sure. Because once he realizes that this guy knows that there's a ring and he's searching for it, um, or he thinks he's searching His for eyes a light ring. Up, man. Yeah, and then yep. he's got to make that connection to. He's been paying attention this whole time. <laughs> To this is Grishnik, yep. you know. This is this is Ugluck. Yep. He's coming from Saruman's, you know, um, from Isengard. The other yep. one's coming from Mordor, you know. So, I think he totally knew mm-hmm. exactly who had his arms around him. Oh yeah, and and kind of you know mm-hmm. uses uh, that to his advantage. Because I'm guessing Gollum would have had to have said that in front of Grishnik and those other orcs, mm. or they heard about it. They heard about it. Yep. Yeah, yep. And this is the way in which he speaks. Yep. You know, and they, they hear the that same sort of calling like it precious. precious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so for sure. Yeah. Okay, so they're trying to strike a deal with him, right? Yeah. And it, and he basically says, uh, what, what's, "What's he say?" Uh, um, he says, "Oh, oh, that's what he means, is it? Oh, very, very dangerous, my little ones. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. He almost talks to them like how Gollum talks." 
in general. Yeah, a little Isn't that he, weird. It's, it's something like this so, creep. My precious, my my little well, ones. Like, dude, he starts to kind of like get Ugh. a little weird here at the. Like, yeah, he I does. felt like his voice was even changing a little bit, and he yeah. was super being drawn to the power of the ring, or almost that like the ring could have had some. You know, um, like like uh, not not that it's there, but like it's it still could have some just the fa- the potential of it being there, yeah, having an influence, right? And he so. um and Mary starts to to figure out what Pippin's doing here, perhaps, and not only for us. Still, you know your own business best. Do you want it or not? And what would you give for it? Do I want it? Do I want it? Yeah. Said Grishnok, as if puzzled, but his arms were trembling. What would I give for it? What do you mean? We mean, said Pippin, choosing his words carefully. You clever little hobbit. Mm. That it's no good groping in the dark. We could ser- we could save you time and trouble, but you must untie our legs first or we'll do nothing and say nothing. My dear tender little fools, hissed Grishnok. Everything you have and everything you know will be got out of you in due time. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll uh, you'll wish there was more that you could tell to satisfy the questioner. Indeed, you will quite soon. We shan't hurry the inquiry. Oh dear, no. What do you think you've been kept alive for? Here you go, my dear little fellows. Please believe me when I say that it was not out of kindness. That's not even one of Ugluk's faults. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and so they get kind of pissed here because, like, right now, the way in which this is going is it's the ring is headed to Saruman, the yeah. air quote ring. Right. You know, and so do you want that to happen? And at the mention of Saruman's name, uh, Grishnik gets pissed. Yeah. He's just upset. Yep. And uh, he wants the credit to go to him and to Mordor. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that, that, that upset him. And then again, um, <laughs> he asks the question Have you got it? Either of you, he snarled. And then that's, you know, Pippin says, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, where does he, you know, I mean. Uh, wouldn't you have loved to have seen Billy Boyd do that too? Man, that would have been awesome. It's just crazy that he's doing it. You I know. know. It's just kind of weird that he's doing it. It's just, it's awesome. It's so smart. And Mary says, untie her legs. Um, so they felt the orc's arm trembling violently. Curse you, filthy little vermin, he hissed. <laughs> untie your legs. I'll untie every string in your bodies. And uh, he kind of talks about, you know, do, do you think I can't search your bones? All this kind of stuff. He's, again, he's got a tense decision to sort of make mm-hmm. because the, the rest of them are distracted. And it's almost like, is he, is he, um, <sighs> is he nervous? Is he, is he yeah, is he nervous? Arm does, so does, he, does he, is he um, anxious? Is he like um, anticipating maybe possibly having the ring? Or is he like, he knows he's doing something stupid and risky? Man, I tell you, I must That start, even he is again. You know what I mean? Oh, Grishnik the shaky arms. You know, shaky arms Grishnik. You know what I'm saying? So, he's got the palsy. He's, he's, the arms are just shaking. He's, yeah. he's upset, man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he's, he's definitely uh, perturbed there. So they, um, but he decides, he grabs them up, doesn't yep. he? He seizes them. The strength in his arms and his shoulders was terrifying. Yeah, uh, he tucked them under one armpit each. Starts running off with them. Yeah, he puts a, puts a, a hand over their other mouths, uh, takes off, um, and he actually choo- chooses this gap between the watchers, their their own watchers, really. Yeah. Um, right. I, mean, I think it's their own watchers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, he passed like an evil shadow out into the night, down the slope and away westward towards the river that flowed out to of the forest. In that direction, there was a wide open space with only one fire. After going a dozen yards, he halted, peering and listening. 
Uh, nothing could be seen or heard. He crept slowly, bent down double. Then he squatted and listened, and listened again. Then he stood up, as if to risk a sudden dash. At that very moment, the dark form of a rider loomed up right in front of him. A horse snorted and reared. A man called out. And I just think it's crazy that, that, that he can't see this. Like, they're yeah. that cloaked. They're, the yeah. horses are that quiet, yeah. too, by the way. And this mist is, yep. is that, you know, heavy and thick. Right, exactly. Oh, my gosh, it's crazy. Right. So, he flung himself down, and he tries to pull out his sword. Uh, and it's actually the, the fact that he pulls out his sword. Uh, the, 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 gives him away. It gives him away. Yeah. The slight ring. The of ring, the blade. and then the glint, which is ironic, isn't it? Boom. The ring. You know, yeah. the play on the word there too. Right. Exactly. Um, then this arrow just comes, you know, right out of the glint. Yep. <laughs> Nails him and uh, takes him out. It was so, aimed with skill or guided by fate. Yeah, that was the line. Right hand. That's the line I was trying to. Th- I yeah. was trying to figure out where that that fate uh, kind of came into to play here again. Uh, he gave this hideous, the, the, this hideous uh, cry. And he, yep. He's laying still there, right? And um, let's see. The hobbits remained flat on the ground as Grishnik had left them. Uh, another horseman came up riding swiftly uh, to, his, to his comrade's aid, uh, whether because of some special keenness of sight or yeah, because of some this. other sense. The horse lifted and sprang lightly over them. So that's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah, some other sense. If they, if the horses, well, and uh, the implication there too that like the horses can see the night, the night breeze, night wind. Mm-hmm. What was it? The night breeze. Night breeze. Yeah. Then, d- is that horse perceiving that hobbit, knowing that they're not an orc, and jumping over? Can they? Can they? Can they sense good and evil? You know? Sure. Can they sense that? Sure. Uh, I, I have to. Emotion. I mean, and I love it how Tolkien kind of leaves it up for interpretation. What do you think? Do you think it was just luck? Or do you think that was the, oh, horse, they, the horse looking knew. out for the hobbits? Absolutely. Knew. I mean, it's you know, it's up to it's up to us to decide. I love that. Yep, it's yep. pretty cool. I believe so too. I think the horse. I mean, you know, it's like the fox. You know, these animals know what's going on. Right. Yep. And those elven cloaks, they're they're lying covered in those, and and too afraid to move, but but unseen. Um, right. right. <laughs> this is great, Mary. <laughs> so far, so good. But how are we to avoid being spitted? Uh, you know, with right with a spear. Yeah. Um, and then the answer comes almost immediately. It's so funny how it's essentially what happens is um, Mahur comes in with his uh, uh, besiegers and the sound of galloping horses uh, follows that. The riders were drawing in their ring close around the knoll, risking the orc arrows so as to prevent any sortie. And while this happens, it's almost like the, the these circles move in the, ho- the horses move in, and so Mary and Pippin are outside of it at this point. That's right. They don't have to worry about avoiding the horses. You know, they, they laid, and it's a cool little lesson, too. You lay quiet long enough, and sometimes you don't have to uh, maneuver through the problem. The, the problem moves right by you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then they're kind of free to, to, you know, not worry about being mistaken for orcs anymore because exactly. they've, you know, narrowed their focus in, and they're now outside that. Yep. Yeah, it works out, and so the only thing they have to do is is to make a run for it, and so right. uh, they take Grishnik's uh, one of his knives actually, yep. and uh, Pippin kind of reveals they have this lumbus too. Yeah, remember that moment they have the lumbus, and I love this too. Um, well, they have three or four pieces. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know they're 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 brought back to the memory of fair faces and laughter and wholesome food and quiet days now far away. So in the midst of just right after like the scariest experience of their life, yep. 
this bread has the power to transport them and give them that that memory where before they were in this what was it the in and out of a dark tunnel it seemed like mm-hmm. you know waking waking dream yeah that evil dreams yeah yeah you know, dark dreams yeah and uh it's pippin who was the first to come back to the present so again it's not mary and mary's this clever leader we've seen him before yeah step up and do some amazing things i think right? he took a pretty heavy blow to that he must have but yeah. but it's it's amazing how you know pippin didn't have to step up the way he did you know he could have remained yeah sure you know this this uh, kind of foolish character but it's him here who's you know the first to come back, uh, you know, saying we got to get off, we got to yep. leave, man. Yep. Um, yeah, and that's when he goes for the sword. Uh, yeah, he's able to kind of to crawl to, over to, and... to free their bonds, right? Yep. And uh, he asks Mary if, if he's if he's up for it, and he says Lambus does put uh, does put heart back yeah, into, you, into you, right? So so he, if he's feeling good, he's able to get up on his on his own feet and 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 kind of move um, with uh, with Pippin there. This is a cool, so I have, I have the illustrated edition here, and I always love kind of looking at this lane, uh, just the the sure illustrations of, of the hobbits oh, kind of working yeah. their way into the Fang, in, into Fangorn yeah, Forest. Yeah, right. Uh, really, really kind of yeah. neat. So, anyways. That is. They, uh, okay, so, so they're kind of good, right? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. they wanted to, they wanted to drink some water, right? Yep, they need, yeah. Because right. they kind of see what we know is is like that int wash, yeah, wash. you know, c- coming through, and they just describe it as this little, you know, stream. Um, but it's Pippin again who says, "Not here. The banks are too steep." That's right. Forward yep. now. It's just crazy, man. Like, and that's something that's really kind of lost in the movies. Yeah, is you know, you see Pippin kind of step up more in Return of the King, I guess. Mm-hmm. His character arcs there, but it's like, man, this is big time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Now, see, this is kind of neat. I'm, I'm going to read a little bit of this because this is good. Mm-hmm. They turned to walk side by side slowly along the line of the river. Behind them, the light grew in the east. As they walked, they compared notes, <laughs> talking lightly in the hobbit fashion of things that had happened since their capture. No listener would have guessed from their words that they yeah. had suffered cruelly. That's amazing, isn't it? What the heck? So, and then that's to I go mean, with what Gandalf talks about, the resiliency of hobbits, right? They're... They're hearty. Matter of fact, just talking about like, yep. well, that was something crazy. That was crazy. We they almost lost it. And, and they live for that, don't they? Having these stories to talk about. Like yes. unbelievable stories. Yeah. Like it's almost like as soon as they're out, they're like, well, that was kind of cool. Uh, what happened? I mean, it wasn't fun when we lived it, but man, it makes for a tale. That's yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Mary even talks about uh, you seem to have been, you know, done very well. Uh, you will most you will get almost a chapter in old Bilbo's book if ever we get back. And we were talking before, we're like, it's kind of cool because this is that chapter. This is it. I know. This is Peregrine's chapter. Yeah. 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 You keep been going, doing, though. Sorry. No, yeah. 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 You seem to be doing really well there, Master Tool. <laughs> uh, that's just so cool. So they're kind of yeah. patting each other on the back a bit, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. Especially guessing that, uh, Harry villain, ha- that Harry Villain's little game <laughs> and playing up to him. Yeah. But I wonder if anyone will ever pick up on your trail and find that, that uh, brooch. <laughs> uh, I should hate to lose mine, but I'm afraid yours is gone for good. Yeah, like just that matter of fact. Like, ah, oh, it sucks. Yeah, you know, you lost that. That was nice. Yeah, that was you a know, nice little trinket. Yeah, hey, there, bud. Uh, you know, hopefully somebody will find it. It was, it was, it was a good, 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 good go. So he's like recounting with Mary. Oh, this is what I did. I was, you know, I was thinking about it, and I, I, I walked off there and tried to put some footprints down, and then I, I tossed my, 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 my brooch and and what have you. So, yep. Uh, I say, yeah, what, what's what's Mary say here? He's uh, is this Mary or Pippin? He says, 
Um, I shall have to brush well, up on my... Uh, this is Peregrine. Pippin. Is it? Okay. Yep. I, I shall have to brush up my toes if I am to get level with you. Uh, indeed, Cousin Brandybuck it's, uh, is going in front now. Oh, no. This is, this, this is Mary. This is Mary talking, right? No, this is Pippin. This is Pippin talking. Indeed, Cousin Brandybuck is going in front now. Well, no, he's talking about yeah, himself. It's himself. He's talking about what he learned in Rivendell. Yeah. This is where he comes in. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't suppose you have much notion of where we are. That's right. But I spent my time in Rivendell <laughs> rather better. Yeah. Uh, we are walking west along the Entwash. Um, you know, the, the butt end of the Misty Mountains, mountains yep. is in front and Fangorn Forest. Yeah. So uh, he's able to kind of give us, let us know. And we need that, you know, as, as yep. a reader, we need to know where we're at. And so nice that uh, Mary's able to do that for us. So um, even as he spoke, though, they felt like the forest is kind of like looming there, looming. Yeah. And it's, it's a little scary. They've yes, heard different things about it. And so. they don't have good experiences with scary forests. Right. You know, old man Willow. Uh, no, they haven't. They remember that. Right. Exactly. Yep. So now this is that last bit that I mentioned at the beginning that was really super um, kind of cool, which is mm-hmm. the way in which we're told about how events took place because they move on. Mm-hmm. It's sort of outside of their, you know, knowing. Yeah, that. that's true. I love this little detail. I didn't catch this until just now. Um, just the beginning description. He led, he led the way in under the huge branches of the trees, old beyond guessing they seemed. Great trailing beards. Interesting choice mm-hmm. of words there, right? Yeah. Considering who we're about to meet. Of lichen hung from them, blowing and swaying in the breeze. Out of the shadows, the hobbits peeped, gazing back down the slope. Little furtive figures that in the dim light looked like elf children in the deeps of time, <laughs> peering out of the wild wood in wonder at their first dawn. And I almost wonder, as are yeah. hobbits elf children? Uh-huh. I think maybe Tolkien just gave it away. Don't well, know what that means, but I think maybe that's what they are. It's just something, you know. It, the pointed it, ears, the way they, they move, you know. When's the last time were they, have they been seen here? Isn't that interesting? I love it, dude. Which is coming up. We're going to talk about. High five, baby. Come on. Something yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Here we go. So, uh, far over the river and, 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 and the brown land, leagues beyond, or leagues upon gray, leagues away, the dawn came, red as flame, mm-hmm. loud ring the hunting horns to greet it. The riders of Rohan sprang suddenly to life. Horn answered horn again. Merry and Pippin heard, clear in the cold air, the neighing of war horses and the sudden singing of many men. The sudden singing yeah. of many men. Yeah. Dude, I tell you, man, I just, I love the, just amazing. You and me, we're back there singing, yep. you know. Um, we killed some orcs, we killed some orcs, we put them on a spike. <laughs> I mean, like, what are they, it's That's just what we're awesome. Uh, the sun's limbs... Uh, the sun's limb was lifted, an arc of fire above the margin of the world. Mm. Then with a great cry, the riders charged from the east, and the red light gleamed on mail and spear. The orcs yelled and shot all the arrows that remained to them. The hobbits saw several horsemen fall, but their line held up on the hill and over it, and wheeled round and charged again. Most of the raiders that were left alive then broke and fled. This way and that, pursued one by one to the death. But one band holding together in a black wedge, drove forward resolutely in the direction of the forest. Straight up the slope they charged towards the watchers. Now they were drawing near, and it seemed certain that they would escape. But they had already hewn down three they had already hewn down three riders that barred their way. And this is just I know this is the nice part. Unreal. The hobbits don't see it though. 
No, but you know, uh, we've watched too long. We don't want Ugluck to find us again. And then, dude, th- read this ending, man. I'm just gonna listen. The, the, Closing my book, and I'm listening. They just move on. It's it's crazy. So the hobbits turn, and they fled, right? And so, but we get. I mean, I, it would be so disappointing if we didn't get this. I love that we do get this. Yep. Um, so it was that they did not see the last stand when Ugluck was overtaken and brought to mm-hmm. bay at the very edge of Fangorn. There he was, slain at last by Am by Aemir the third marshal of the mark, Hmm. who dismounted and fought him sword to sword. Hmm. And over the wide fields, the keen-eyed riders hunted down the few orcs that that had escaped and still had strength to fly. Then when they had lain their fallen comrades in a mound and had sung their praise, the riders made a great fire and scattered the ashes of their enemies. So ended the raid, and no news of it came back ever to either Mordor or to Isengard. But the smoke of the burning uh, rose high to heaven and was seen by many watchful eyes. Man. Woo. Sword to sword. I mean, I would have loved to have seen that too. How cool would that have been? Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. Because you and I were there and we were laying waste to him. Hey, yo, man. Hey, yo, man. Hey, yo, man. I mean, dude. And we're sitting there, and we've got them. Yep. We've got them. The Black Wedge is We all nothing. kind of like like gathered up. They had taken out uh, like three mm-hmm. of our guys, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that, that were burying the way. And they, they, they had slowed them down enough that Aemir had got there. Mm-hmm. The tallest, mm-hmm. strongest of us. Yep. yep. And... Uh, <laughs> I know, dude. I know. <laughs> what do you think he did? Well, I'll tell you what he did. I'll tell you what he did. He, 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 he called him out. You know, yeah. He called him a filthy swine. Yeah. He told him to turn and to face him. Yep. And he got off his horse, and he pulled out his sword. Yep. And he said, "Here I am." Yep. Let's do this. Yeah. Back off, everyone! Just back off. He just takes him. And Ugluck, he 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 mustered one final charge. Yeah. Yeah. And Aomer stood his ground until the last second. Yeah. Turned to the side, and as Ugluck's arm swung down which would have cloven him in half yeah he swings his mighty sword yeah cutting the orc's arm off Ugluck's arm wiggles on the ground yeah he swings his sword back around again thrusts it through his abdomen yeah looks into his eyes and says die you filth brings the sword back out whips it around and cuts his head off picks it up immediately it's still the tongue is hanging out it's still twitching eyes are closing and opening takes the takes a his his closest spear one of the fallen comrades of his yeah, yep. plants it into the ground <laughs> takes the head and mounts it looks in its eyes and says yeah breathe no more <laughs> breathe no i mean i don't know I like, like what what no. sorry guys i got a little PG, oh my uh, gosh uh pg PGR. sorry about that uh but man you know what what a cool chapter can we just reflect on this chapter too yeah i think just I talk think about how amazing it was it's really it is really neat um I think the thing, yeah, I really just like the the, the different factions. Mm-hmm. I like that they. Do you feel like it, it showed the weakness of the enemy? Yeah, but it how also how they can be how they can be. Um, you at know. times, it, we didn't use our scary voices every time that we were reading, you know, and and so it's kind of oh, hard to save those. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just yeah. sort of like I felt like again. I was trying to explain some of how I in my head how I hear Grishnik's voice, uh-huh. and he is a scary. Son of a gun, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so I felt like I did have. There's still a lot of fear there. Oh sure, you yeah, know? yeah. 
but uh, it, it, it was interesting to sort of see. Um, they fell apart, though. They I fell mean, they apart f- because they, they fought with each other as much as scattered. They're yeah. uh, not really unite like right. kind of. Uh, you, well, no and again, unity. I think it's sort of like the two. You have the two towers here. Like this is the emergence, though. Still, mm-hmm. so I feel like you know these two forces, these two factions, whatever, are still le- like they haven't really. Um, Congealed, I guess you know, mm-hmm. behind one leader or whatever. Mm-hmm. So whether that be Saruman or Sauron, you know, it, it, right. it, either way, they're still kind of uh, right. figuring out what's going on. Like I mean, they say the Nazgul have not like they're they're for times of war, yeah. And war, it's, it's open war is not necessarily not on yet, not on yet. Right. And so, but it is, it is, it's it's right. coming, and that's right. what Aragorn kind of mentions. It's here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it may not actually. And really what we find out later on is that that's actually what Eomer is riding towards. Mm-hmm. They are under attack. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and right. he is going to help the king's son. Yep. So, but, uh, yeah, anyways. Man, I thought it was, I think this chapter is scarier in the book than it is in the film. I think it's kind of just, um, I don't know, like, Ugluck and, and Grishnok are so much scarier here. We get to know them better, obviously. There's more time we can spend here, clearly. But the, the whole motivation of Grishnok being tempted by the ring is way cooler than like he just wants to eat their legs. Uh, the 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 recurring tension between Ugluk and Grishnok is uh, it's just enlightening. It, like you you see how how divided uh, the different groups of of orcs are, and not just between you know the one the new the new up and comers from Isengard and the old. Uh, stalwarts of Mordor, but like the orcs from Moria, they, they none of them could could get along. And it's almost like that's part of their weakness. Where in in the forces of good, we're going to see all these different peoples who have been separated coming together. Yeah, you think about you know the the forces of evil. If they were able to get along and cooperate and work together, they'd probably win easily. Yeah, but they can't make that happen. In the end, it's just Mordor they're fighting. You know what I mean? Right, it's it's crazy. So it's it's the opposites happening. Um, there's just a lot of cool like yeah, contrasts yeah, that you. are that are drawn in this in this chapter too. Like you know, and I, I talked about before. Like I loved how you know we get the uh, the Riders of Rohan. We get all the details of the area uh, from Strider, and then we get you know seeing it through Pippin's eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we get the hunters and then the hunted. Um, oh, I, well, I, I and, don't know. It's he, just it's an amazing chapter. Something that happened at the very beginning of the chapter that we talked about uh, was the idea that like Mary gets his own sort of like moment. He's yeah. the guy who's he's who's he's hacking away, having at it. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? That's right. And so it, it's almost like the competition that we talk about with like Legolas and Gimli is actually yeah. going on here between Mary and Pippin. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like which one's out in front now? Yeah, yeah. who's leading the way? Who's getting yep. that chapter in, in old Bilbo's book? That's right, man. You know, and it's sort that's of right. like, well, you're holding your own. Yeah. Well, you're not doing too bad yeah. yourself. And it's, you know, it's probably he probably had that wound because he was he was going harder against those orcs. Yeah, the orcai. You know, he's cutting arms off, cutting right. hands off, and that's probably why he got blown. You know, blow to the head. Yeah, agreed. I don't know, man. Tell us uh, what you think. Uh, we're interested to see you know your thoughts on on this on this chapter. Uh, I think it's one I kind of always breezed through before and never really took time to you know because Aragorn wasn't in it. Might not have been as interested. But man, oh man! Now that you know, my my uh, my favorite Hobbit, it, it focused so much on him. I was blown away by it, and just his transformation, his um, his progress as a character. Yeah, 
stepping up. Do you think he picked up any, uh, you know, any of their language along the way? I mean, maybe, man. I don't know. I just. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Whip that out at some point. You know know what I mean? All the things he's learning. I I know he's learning from Gollum. Yeah. Crazy to to imagine Pippin saying that. I know. That's what I'm saying. I would have loved to have seen that. What an actor. You know? I know. Wow. So cool. And just like the wit. The wit. I mean, that's something that Mr. Frodo would have pulled off. Yeah. You know? Or I I don't know. Yeah. That's one of those things I don't want to forget. And, And I also don't want to forget that night breeze. The night breeze. That, that only those horses can see. It just really yep. stuck with me. That's yep. crazy. Just that. Man. I don't know. So I got to ask you this. Do yep. you do you like this version better or or the films? I like this one better. You think they could have gone a little closer to that too? Or no? Not enough time. Well, I... Because, you know, they, they wander around, around a lot. And there's a lot of, you know, Aragorn and Eowyn just talking. I think often Farting around in the movie. And I think, like, they could have yeah. put a little more in there. Yeah. I don't know. The, 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 the more that I've... Read and looked up on 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 Pippin. I think they did Pippin a little. I think they were really looking for 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 comedic yeah. type of. Uh, I mean, not that he isn't. He is. Right, he is. Sure. But uh, I don't know, man. I wish sold him short a little bit. Yeah, huh? a little bit. Yeah, especially on this. Too. Like, like give him his due here and there. And Billy is an incredible dramatic actor. Yeah, I mean, is. I mean, he can. Uh, yeah, it's just a bummer. I know. But we have it in the story, so we're good. Yeah, we're good. And I Beautiful. and I and I picture Billy Boyd. I right do too. Do that, I, little, yeah, that little grin. That's what I picture. So. Oh, man. But All right, guys. Well, um, again, let us know in the, in the group uh, what you think. Send us an email at uh, unexpectedpod at gmail.com. So, and as I got to tell you, I peeked into the, uh, speaking of the Gmail, I peeked in there this today, and there were like four new new uh, Bywater Post Tolkien stories that came Dude, in. Dude, we're it so, is we're doing two today swamped. because there are so many coming through, and it's, it's amazing. So Love it, guys. Uh, please, you know, uh, Keep in mind that that if you send it in, you know, uh, now it's it's going to be, be four months, before a couple months, <laughs> a couple months until we get to, it, which is okay. We're we've got them all in order, and as they yeah. come in, we we do it, we, uh, and we're going to try to do you know two to three an episode, mm-hmm. and you know get through them. So yeah, uh, excited here. So do you want to do uh, this? Is uh, Jessica's? I think we kind of put off Jessica's for a while. Yes. Um, and so this is Jessica Denbor. Yes, I would love to do that. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Hi, Ez. Hi, Lane. First of all, I feel like I should uh, have sent you this a long time ago as I've been listening to your podcast for a few weeks now. I want to apologize ahead of time for how long this message is going to be. Well, that's the number one rule. You don't have to do that. That's right. Uh, I have a lot to say about Tolkien. However, I figured that if I can listen to you guys for hours at a time, that is a feat, <laughs> then hopefully you won't mind reading this very long email. Also, please don't feel the need to read this out loud on the podcast. Well, we do feel the need. We do. I've loved getting to know uh, to know you over the past few weeks. I just wanted uh, you to get to know me a little better as well. It's hard for me to come up with the words to explain how much I love The Lord of the Rings and how greatly it has shaped my life. I often tell people that I wouldn't be who I am today without the series. And the response I usually get is a confused look. Amen. How many times have you gotten wow. that as? Yeah. I feel the same way. They don't understand. They don't. They don't. No. Over the years, I've met a ton of people who really like the movies and sometimes the books, but I have rarely found anyone who has the same passion for Tolkien as I do. So I want to thank you so much for creating this community. It honestly makes me a little bit tearful to say that I finally feel like I'm a part of a group who loves these books as much as I do. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Growing up in a very small town in Montana, aka not a very open-minded environment, I was constantly met with with uh, people who thought my love of Lord of the Rings was dorky or dumb or fake. 
because I'm a girl, I guess. That's too bad. I feel so blessed to listen to you guys every week and to check our Facebook group page every day to see what other fans have to say. It's a beautiful, safe place. And, and Jessica's diligent in there, man. I love, she yeah. always, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. Oh man, those pictures too, from when she had Billy. So great. Just gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, as for my Tolkien story, I first watched the fellowship with my mom and sister in the second grade when it came out on, uh, yeah, VHS on the VCR, man. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was absolutely captivated by Middle Earth. I loved every single second of it. I remember my mom covering our eyes with a blanket when Aragorn <laughs> fights Lurts on Amon Hen because she thought it was too scary for us to see. It was pretty freaky. Mm-hmm. I also remember peeking my head around the blanket so I could watch it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I was hooked. After the movie was finished, I walked out into the field behind our house which uh, with such a warm, bright feeling in my chest. It's the same feeling I get now whenever I read, watch, or talk about Lord of the Rings. It's kind of the, it's sort of like that elf liquor, isn't it? Dude, I know. It, I it think makes I, you feel. It actually, is, yeah. it can transport you. Yes, it can. And, and I really actually do kind of feel, yes, uh, I know exactly, I think, what she's yeah. talking about. Yep. Like in Sam's speech at the end of The Two Towers, The Lord of the Rings was the story that stayed with me and meant something, even though I was too small to understand why. Wow. Beautifully said. Yep. My obsession deepened with each movie, and I read the books for the first time when I was 10 years old, the same age when I started uh, Harry Potter. It was a big year for me. (laughs) I wrote about Lord of the Rings in my journal at school every day. I wrote about how I wished I was an elf maiden in Lothlorien with Galadriel. I had dreams about walking through the Shire with the hobbits. My mom got me a thousand-piece puzzle of the three hunters, and I saved the piece that had Aragorn's lips on it for last because I truly believed he was the love of my life. (laughs) That's awesome. Still do, by the way. I was the only girl in elementary school who had Lord of the Rings action figures, and I even uh, brought them in for show and tell. That is so cool. My grandma bought me and my cousins the extended edition box set DVDs for Christmas, and I still have them today. I remember watching the appendices over and over again, and no one understood why I thought it was so freaking cool to spend 10-plus hours watching how some people in New Zealand made a few yeah. movies. I didn't care. Right. Man, that was, uh, that was my teenage years, too. I totally can relate to that. Um, my family would always start off with me, you know? Yeah. And then they would all fall asleep or go do other things. Like, yeah, we're My good. mom always talks about, like, you know, she, she will never forget those times, though. Yeah. As I grew older, my love for Tolkien grew as well. I think most of my friends probably thought it was a phase, but they were wrong. I've read the series every year since I was 10. That's amazing. So this is my 12th reread, I guess. Holy smokes. That's amazing. I've actually gotten to the point where when people ask me what my favorite book is, I tell them I don't have favorite books because, but favorite chapters. The Shadows of the Past. The Council of Elrond, The Bridge of Khazad-dûm, Lothlorien. Wow. Those are great chapters too. When I was a sophomore in high school, I spent nearly all my savings to go on a trip to Ireland and the UK with my English teacher and a few other students. So she's been to the motherland. This is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. One of our stops was in Oxford. I was so excited to actually see the place where Tolkien lived and worked. My teacher, bless her, planned our, our itinerary so that we could have lunch at the Eagle and Child Pub Good per Lord. my request. It was incredible. For my senior project, we had to pick one topic to write a 10 to 15 page paper and give a 20 minute presentation on. I chose the friendship between Tolkien and C.S. Lewis. I loved doing the research and sharing what I found with my classmates, and I even won a college scholarship after submitting it into a competition. Wow. Many of my college admission essays were based on Tolkien. Tell us about a great influence in your life, who's your favorite author and why, if you could meet one person dead or alive, who would it be, etc. 
Yeah. Uh, I've always been the biggest Tolkien nerd, and I've never been ashamed of it, and nor should you. Uh, the summer after my freshman year in college, I was lucky enough once again to travel to Europe for a sec for a summer study pro- uh, abroad program. I went to London a few days before the program began, uh, just so that I could go back to Oxford and visit Tolkien's grave. Wow. Again, I honestly don't have the words to explain what the experience meant to me, but it was easily one of the best things I've ever done. Even though I had no extra room in my suitcase, I brought my original box set of the books with me solely for the fact that I could take a picture of them next to Tolkien's headstone. I also brought a small bundle of twigs and leaves from the trees in my hometown to put on his grave in honor of his love for the earth. Holy that smokes. is so cool. Like I'm Tolkien would have loved that gesture. Uh, he's given me so much over the years, and I wanted to share some of my home with him. Whoa, dude. Who are you, Jessica? I'm getting chills like, here. Who are you? All right. In the past year, I've graduated college. I've finally been able to start reading for pleasure again. Nursing school is rough, guys. Yeah. I, I, I believe that. Hats off to nurses. My mom's a nurse. Um, your mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. as well. Absolutely. Um, sons of nurses. Yeah. Uh, I have a growing collection of Tolkien books that I'm just starting to dive into, and I'm psyched about it. Honestly, the only reason I got into podcasts early last fall was in search of Lord of the Rings related ones. Shout out to the Tolkien professor. He's awesome. Agreed. Yes, he is. And I came upon Swish and Flick. Uh, They were only a few episodes in at that point, and I was obsessed. I remember thinking about how badly I wanted someone to use a similar format to do a Lord of the Rings read-through. And I even dreamed about doing one myself. Uh, Now, in a way, you kind of are. Yeah. Uh, So you can imagine my excitement a few months later when Swish and Flick started plugging the Unexpected Podcast in their show. This is so cool. I went through kind of a rough patch in my job this spring. Being a nurse is hard, too. Yep. And I'm a little late to the game. Traditionally, I do my rereads during the summer, so I wanted to wait until June to begin my reread with you. Also, part of me knew how fast I was going to go through your episodes, and I wanted to selfishly binge them all at one time. Wow. <laughs> um, all of this is really uh, long, a long way of saying how stoked I am that you're doing this. Also, thank you, um, thank you so incredibly much for taking the time to read my really long post about the ring in the episode uh, Council of Elrond Part 1. When you mentioned my name, I legitimately had to pause the podcast and call my mom to fangirl about it before I could actually listen to what you said. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's it's funny because I we feel that way about you guys. Yeah, I'm like jet- we fanboy over you guys. Like I'm it's weird to think that you hardcore would, right now. I yeah. mean like like the fact I'm like, how who are you that you took like <laughs> That's deep, man. To to, to Tolkien's That's grave? Deep. Who would have thought of that? That's, I mean, that's brilliant. That's I want to steal that idea now. Yeah. Like that's well, just... she's, she's going to set the trend, I think. Oh, my gosh. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me an outlet to be myself and talk about one of my favorite things in the entire world. I hope to be an active member of your book club, and this won't be the last time you hear from me. Thanks again. You guys are awesome. I've been compiling a list of notes I've written while reading and catching up with you. I might send them in another email, though, as this one seems to be long <laughs> enough. Oh, that's never true. I really appreciate the time and energy you both put into this project, and I can't wait for the next episode. All the love, Jess. Jess, we love you. That's beautiful. You Thank you for, uh, my gosh, what a cool story. Uh, yeah, especially, you know, visiting his, his grave and bringing your pieces of the earth and and twigs from a, from a tree like yeah. Tolkien's love for trees. We're about to see in the next chapter. Uh, he even made them characters, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, wow, what a cool uh, gesture to a, a man who's given us so much. So, man, 
Yeah, and I, I think, think Ezra was just kind of shocked over I'm here. I'm shocked. Stunned. I'm shocked. I love that we don't read these until, like, like yeah. we proofread to make sure no one sends us any. Like, we skip. Do we? Wow. Actually, we don't. I think what we would do is we just have to do some Ron crafty, Burgundy. crafty uh, post-edit if it got a little uh, I'll leave that know, to you, flannel risky. wizard. Yeah. But, no, it's like, you know, I don't even know how what, what to say. How because, to process that, yeah. Because it's just like. That's kind of how I feel. Like I get, mm-hmm. I get that feel. Like w- when I start to, um, I'm on my way to work and I listen to the chapter, or, or even if I listen to, uh, I listen to other other podcasts myself uh, that are related to Tolkien, and uh, I get this warm feeling. Mm-hmm. I really do. I know. Man. And and sometimes if if you, if you hit it just right on the way to work, I can see the sun, you know, kind of mm-hmm. coming up, and I see the fog or the mist and stuff, and I think, man, get me a backpack. Where's yep. Bill the pony? Yep. And let's just take off. You know, and even and even on the drive, I, I can really totally even on the drive home. Um, well, you you, I, you live in the Shire, I, so I mean, to me, I know, I know it sounds goofy, guys. You're probably like, "Oh, come on, it's just a line." But to me, it really does feel like it's one of the first things you said to me about this place. Yeah, I mean, it's I yep. I I would not have wanted to live here and continue to live here because it hasn't hasn't always been easy with some of the things we have to deal with. But um, if it didn't feel like that to me, it really feels like you know, for this Hobbit right here. This is my Shire. And I can't tell you how many times I, you know, I, I've driven the. There's only one road into Lancaster from here, and um, it never gets old. Never gets old to me. Yeah. There's always times where I feel like Frodo and Rivendell, you know, looking out and seeing, you know, having this great vista to look at and thinking, man, I'd like to explore that that little patch right over there. What? How would I get there? What? What's What's in there? What's just beyond it? You know, just just thinking about daydreaming of uh, being able to get lost in your own world. It's pretty cool. Isn't it great to think sometimes about the world we live in? And I've often that thought that, that Frodo had. I have that thought. And I think about um, why won't I just stop one day on, on my way home from work, mm-hmm. pull over, and take off, you know, walking through wherever. Well, I'll tell you what, it's, 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 it's probably trespassing. But yeah, I really it's illegal care. here in, in I America. Really, I don't really care. Like I, I, I do want I like there are places where like even in my own neighborhood I've never been there. Mm-hmm. I know, and and I love when I go. I used to when I was a kid I would go walking further and further and further into the woods. Yeah. Mom got you know, you know she would every once in a while do like a yell for us you know like a yeah. she'd give like like the call you know and then we'd have to call back you know so way she knew we could hear yeah. her. like yeah. we couldn't hear mom then we were way too way far. too far you know but like as I got down, older down like, Dry Creek yeah well yeah and as I got older though I was just like. I, I'll never forget one time, and I know this is, I'm taking up uh, time here, but um, I, a couple of my friends and I hopped in Dry Creek when it wasn't so dry, and we walked all the way into Mount Vernon. All the way in. We had Are torches. You me? Nope. We had torches. Is it night? Uh, it was at night, and it was the scariest thing I've ever done. Uh, sweet, man. Yeah, man. We just had, we had our, sw- we had our swimming trunks. Uh, How that was miles it. miles is that? Dude, it was a long time. It was a long we time. We all night. I feel, I could recorded some of it. Oh my gosh! Actually, How old were you? I was young. I was probably eighteen. Dang, uh, I'd like to re- redo that with I you. Took, I took. I took. I took. Pretty cool. It was nuts, man. I mean, we. I actually remember taking like a tiki torch. We wrapped like some cloth. Yeah. We just, it was a. It was a freaking like torch. Indiana Jones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went through there and like it was nuts, man. We picked a good night, and uh, I was like, I'd never been in these waters, and I wait. I waited all the way from my house into Mount Vernon. That that's insane. And then we had uh, my cousin uh, had his, his wife came out and, and picked us up. Picked you up. Yeah, cuz I'd talked about it for years. Man. I was like, you know, we should do it. And one night we were just sitting there, my Does it feed into in. the cocosing? Eventually it does. Okay. Yeah. That's so interesting. It does. 
So, you know, so many of us that we, we dream of adventures in far off lands and we never explore our own backyard. Yeah. You know, and Sarah and I, we talk about, you know, we've been, we've been to New Zealand together, you know, and our favorite trips. I mean, it's up there, but, but ask us our favorite trips and it's just, Hey, let's take a drive out on some of these country roads around Amanda. Let's just go, let's go see something we've never seen before. That's, that's close by. And it's amazing how you can fall in love with where you, where you live. Yeah. If you got, if you have the right mindset, it just, if you, if you choose to see the wonder in all of it, you can fall in love with anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Okay. So let's, let's do one more real quick here. Um, We've got uh, Katie Daniel Mm -hmm. uh, actually. So this is, this is cool. Uh, She says, hi guys. I just wanted to send you, um, my path to Tolkien obsession. I like that phrase. Yeah. yeah. My path to Said Tolkien you my path obsession. To, yeah. Okay. Uh, I read The Hobbit for the first time in eighth grade uh, English as required reading. That's fantastic. I love yeah. to hear that's required. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I was the only person in my class who enjoyed the book. <laughs> uh, the Fellowship movie came out that same year. I did not see it uh, for a few more years. In fact, I don't think I saw a single one of the movies in theaters. Wow. That's interesting. Um, I continued on with the second, uh, and a good friend kept me supplied with more and more fantasy novels. By sophomore year, Return of the King was coming out, so she loaned me The Lord of the Rings, one giant book with everything all together. Mm -hmm. I devoured the entire book maybe in a week. Whoa, Uh, dude. That's a lot. This is a reader. Uh, During the school year, uh, with with homework and everything. That's that's, nuts. That's intense. That was 2003 to 2004. And I actually know what that I, I know what that feels like too to, to be obsessed, uh-huh. dude. I mean, I've pulled 12 Not hours. Being able to put it down, pulled yeah. 12 hours. Forgot yeah. to eat, you know, because I was like crap. so into it. You know, wow. that's pretty hard for me. Uh, that Hobbit <laughs> usually doesn't do that. And Hobbit stomach is. Uh, let's see. So, um, yeah. So and she I've says, read, uh, yep. yeah, I, I've read the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, every year during the month of March since that time. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my goal is always to finish reading them by March 25th. That's so cool. Yeah. The day the one ring was thrown into the fire and destroyed. Oh, how cool. Yeah. I've occasionally had to listen um, instead of read, and I think I missed one year, which would have made my read my uh, my read through this year my 15th read. This, of course, makes it hard to conceive anyone um, or convince anyone to play Lord of the Rings <laughs> Trivia Pursuit with me. Uh, which is a great game if you can find it. Uh, so much information, though, it's all about the movies. Yeah. Um, right. I also reread The Silmarillion this year and decided to look around for podcasts about Tolkien to enhance my knowledge of the lore. My goal is to complete my first read through the histories of Middle-earth before the end of this year, so I, so I better get reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read Baron and Luthien earlier this year. I listened to The Children of Hurin. Uh, by, the, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, that audiobook yeah. is read by Christopher Lee, and I highly recommend it. Uh, I can't wait to get Ball of Gondolin uh, this year as well. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I love the podcast and have enjoyed lurking in the Facebook group, uh, smiling at posts. <laughs> uh, this got a bit of this got to a bit of rambling, but uh, that's good uh, every now and then. That's so, right, man. Katie Daniel, we appreciate we appreciate we appreciate the rambling. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I I don't I don't know what rambling is, but I mean I I follow most. Hey, it's because I'm a rambler. You're rambling. I follow man. people, and I'm just like, you know what? One one thought leads to another. Yeah. One thought drives out another, and and I'm good for all of it, man. Just keep it coming. Yeah, this is actually keep it coming. Neat. I. It's uh, really cool. I think it's cool that, that that you're going through the histories of, of mm-hmm. Middle Earth and things, and and the and, and and the Silmarillion. You know, 
when you've read it that many times, you know, it's, it's sort of like you just kind of want to uh, keep immersing yourself and learn more and go deeper. Sure. You know, and I was even thinking, we were talking about like walking around and finding, uh, you, you said kind of like, oh gosh, what, what's, what's the word that you use? Like falling in love with your, your backyard mm-hmm. again, right? Um, the idea that like when I think about history and I think about, um, <laughs> and I think about like what was here before, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. What what was what was it, what was here in Amanda, Ohio, years ago? Do you remember uh, you know one Bonnie Pryor who owned Boxcar yeah. Video? Yeah, uh, wrote the House on Maple Street. Do you remember that book? Yeah, I kind of think I do. Yeah, and it was it was about a family that lived in a house, and it went back in time and showed everything that happened in that exact same spot. Yeah, Sarah and I talk about that all the time. We talked about around the fire last night. We sat around the yeah. fire. And she brought this up. I love, I, man, I love just the conversations we have. She was like, if you could go back in time, um, when and where would you go and why? And my number one was I would want to go back to the beginnings of Amanda. I'd want to see, like, I'd want to see this house built. Yeah. I'd want to know who built it. I want to know where exactly they pulled all this material from, all this brick and sandstone and slate and who it was built for. And what Amanda looked like at that point in time. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see that. Absolutely. And then I said, I'd like to go back even further. I'd I'd love to to see the, uh, you know, the Native Americans who roamed here before, you know, before Europeans came. And like what their lives were like and their their culture and their societies. Yeah. Man. Absolutely, bro. I know. Um, Yep. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. Sorry, not to... Get off track there. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Katie, I would I would recommend to uh, hitting up uh, Lane here. I think he might be able to take you in a in a bit of uh, Lord of the Rings trivial pursuit. He's uh man. I don't know. know. That'd be fun. That'd be fun for me to watch you. uh, you We need to find out, um, Katie, where you can find that now. Is it like on Amazon or eBay for like ninety thousand dollars? Yeah, I know they don't make it anymore. Where we're gonna have to go. Um, But that'd be great, especially if if it focused on the movies. Because I mean, I. You love the movies. Of it, yeah. I do. It'd so. be interesting. It'd be cool to test myself. Yeah. See how I could do it. Strawberries with cream? Yes. Absolutely. All right, man. Our hobbits were transported by the taste of Lumbus bread. Do you have any sense memories? It can be a song, sound, a food, a smell, a feel. I don't know if I want to go uh, down that road with you. Oh my but, gosh. This is And what specific memory does it trigger? Wow, dude. I mean, so, you're welcome, buddy. Okay. You're welcome. I'm huge into this. You said that you love the taste of a good washed head of hair. The crunch it makes on your teeth while you chew it is so satisfying until you wake, until that person wakes up. Sorry. Go back to sleep, honey. What the heck? I don't know why you, why did you write that? I notes? didn't write that. There, creepy, there are bro. things that you are uh, creepy. That Lane uh, writes in here. So like, like I have things that honestly, uh, smells and, um, sounds. Mm-hmm. That I hear and think like, you know, I, 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 I hear a sound. There's times when I, when I hear my sister mm-hmm. and I want to just cry because <laughs> it's Your my mom's mom. voice mm-hmm. and she'll say something in a certain way and she'll be like, hello. Like she's trying to like get my attention. Cause I've got, oh, I know that feeling. I've just oh. gone into a daze. I'm like, wow, what just happened? You know? Wow. Um, cause it was like, mom was right there again, you know, talking to me. And wow. then, um, like the smells. I can think of, uh, this is a weird one, but my grandma um, smoked. Mm-hmm. And so anytime somebody smells, like, like I, I smell someone like well, with, a with, with, with a cigarette mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or whatever, people are like, 
I, I know that they're not good for you, and I'm not promoting them, what, what, you know, what they have you. They smell so but good. They smell so good. Mm. And, and I, as a kid, that was my grandma. Yeah. And it, it, I just love the smell. Yeah. Um, there's a weird one. So the, I also think of like time. This is super weird. And this is probably too much information for the podcast. But you know what? Hey. We're friends. We're friends. I say it at the top of every show. Hey, friends. So um, there is a very particular bit of, uh, what is it called? It's like... Um, What's it called? Body wash? <laughs> sure. It's body wash. I didn't know this was the sign language for body wash. That's what I'm doing. I'm like moving my hand up and down, pumping it into my hands. Because it's got a pump on the top. And yeah. it's... Uh, it's What's it called? I forget what it's called. It's purple. Okay? It's purple. Oh, you can wow. find it on this. It's like this hydrating thing. It's this big thing. Mm-hmm. It has a really good smell to it. Mm-hmm. Okay? And for some reason, I hadn't... Uh, like, like, hadn't like, showered for a while. Yeah, I hadn't showered for a while. No, <laughs> like I, I think I had like a bottle of it left over at my dad's. And when I would come back either um, for a long weekend or something and I would stay there, like hmm. it was something that I was using at this time when I was dating this one, you know, girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, long story. Uh, it's actually a sad story that I'll tell on appendices sometimes. Yeah, probably one of the saddest stories. Uh, See? Huh? See? No. Jay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll we'll, film yeah, we'll continue afterwards. Uh, big secret. If you're not a if you're not a if you're not a patron, it's time to become one. And, and I will do a whole. We Patreon get very episode. revealed. We yeah. get <laughs> the appendices. The we, ring we bear is ourselves. Off. That's right, man. You know, you can see all. Frodo, why don't you take your clothes off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to put the ring on. But uh, no, so so like I it it's uh, my buddy Tom's wedding. You know, I, I met this I met this girl and. Uh, Oh. Crazy, crazy, awesome, good story, mm-hmm. but probably one of the saddest, you know, things that whatever. But anyways, every time I go, do I smell that? Yeah. Think of her? No, I just, I think of that time. Oh, that time. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. I don't think of a person. I think of that time. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Every single time. So like, I don't even, you know, I see wow. it in the store though now and I, I still think of it when I see it. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. There you are again. You know, take this off the shelf. The like, purple I'm, past. A purple past, man. It's crazy. That's a story. It honestly is a good story, and I, I, I'll, I'll love to tell it sometime. Well, as soon as we're done here, we're going to talk about it. All right, cool. Anything else? No, that's it. there's plenty. There's more smells. but like, There's lots. So you mentioned cigarette smoke, and that makes me think of one I have. Anytime I smell uh, a cigarette being smoked, I think of our first apartment. Okay. Not because it smelled like cigarette. It was actually a, a beautiful place that was renovated. Uh, I don't know if I've ever, have I ever showed you that building? Downtown Lancaster. Um, yeah. Gorgeous. Old... Uh, early 1900s fortress man i mean big brick beautiful building with big windows and original wood floors it was a gorgeous place to live start my life with uh goldberry and um anyway you weren't supposed to smoke anywhere in the building but one of our neighbors um would smoke in the back and there was this back that was uh like a rear exit where there was like a, a stairs that went down and it's kind of this open area and, uh, you know, our windows would be open and you could smell that cigarette smoke. And we'd just be laying in bed and it yeah. was a, a smell at first. Oh, man, somebody's smoking. And then it just over time, we just grew to love it. So I always think of our, of our apartment <laughs> when I smell cigarettes. Yeah. Um, another weird one is so that um, like cotton linen, um, uh, like bathroom spray. Yeah. Um, very distinct smell. Never really liked it, but it's actually in... in uh, uh, the K one pods bathroom at school. So the bathroom that's right across from Sarah's room, I'm, you know, I, I'm in all the different, uh, areas of the, 
of our elementary building. So I stop and go to the bathroom at all these different bathrooms because I'm always on the move. Yeah. And so I go in there and I smell this smell. Dude, it's the weirdest thing. It must have been, I, I think it was in our house in a candle or a scent thing when I, the first time I ever listened to the Lord of the Rings BBC dramatization. So every time I smell that, I think about that box set. Holy smokes. That's every a good time. One. It's just, it's so distinct. Another one is just, um, I can't even explain what it makes me think of, but it makes me feel like a little kid again. Like it takes me back to being like a five-year-old when I smell um, uh, fall leaves. You know, mm-hmm. when they, they fall down, they get wet and crunchy yeah. and you can you can smell that real musty, earthy smell. It kind of makes me think about Chicago. Yeah. Because I remember, you know, falls there and just playing outside and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Huh. Think of what else, man. Dude, wow. There's a lot you could probably like go mm-hmm. on and, and think about. I'm thinking of many more as, as we talk. Oh, but. here's one too that, uh, oh gosh, that uh, blood orange soda stuff that I drink it makes me yeah. think of, I mean, I had it in Italy. So I, I take a sip of that and I, I think of, you know, I think of Venice and I think of, oh geez, Florence. Yeah. Just those places. Right. Interesting. It's real cool. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, pretty good, right? That was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Share on the Lord, my friend. Share the Lord. We'll be quick about this. Um, we love you guys. And yep, uh, honestly, sure um, this has kind of turned into a, I'll just say it, Lane. It's, this has kind of turned into a part-time job for us. Uh, yeah, you know, it is. Here. It, mm-hmm. it, like, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it quick. Uh, we we do put a lot of effort into this and, and we're not going to, we're not patting our, you know, self on the back or whatever. It's oh, just, huh. I think it is important for you guys to know that we... Yeah, well, we I do. think you guys know that too. I think they do. I mean, I think yeah. that you, and, and, and we do it because we care about you and want you to have the best book club experience of all time. Right. And so, and so, so that and you takes guys work, have, doesn't it? You, you know? guys have shown us so much support and so much love. Oh my gosh. You know, in and out of the Facebook group and in different ways. It's just yeah. amazing. Whether it's sending us stuff in the mail, uh, sending in your emails, you know, whatever it may e- be. Even we've had some really uh, beautiful reviews in the past like three or four months. And just people saying like, you know, your friendship yeah. is something that uh, means a lot to me. Um, and we're not even friends. That's the crazy thing. I know. Imagine. No, but just you know, I you know, in all seriousness, when when uh, someone recently said, I can't remember who, I think it was an iTunes review, said that, um, you know, our friendship reminds them of the friendships that they they read about in Tolkien, and I just think that's cool. Dang, I'm dude. like, wow. I, I I had a moment. I was reading it in school. Had kind of a bad day, and I I, I was during my break. I read that. I was like, whoa, right? That's huge. That's. I mean, it's a compliment I've wanted my entire life to say that, you know, yeah. something I do in life mimics something from those stories. And, and I think the bond we've all uh, developed here, it, it, we call it a fellowship for a reason because it feels like that's what we are. And, and Well, we start, we start every show off with, um, hey, friends. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we, we, we feel like, I mean, the friendship I have with Lane, guys, is something that, like, I think about a lot, a lot yeah. more than I tell him sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, super. Oh, definitely, for sure. Super happy about, like, definitely for sure. <laughs> but I'm just so, I'm so happy to, to like, I don't know, be doing this and stuff. It's amazing. But I do want to mention too, like, we often say, you know, support us on patreon.com forward slash, you know, up talking Tolkien. But guys, you can share the load by sending in your Bywater post, by sending in songs, you know, by doing things like that that don't cost any money or anything at all like yeah. that. And so, like, when you guys join the Facebook group, that is sharing the load. That puts in, that that's stuff that we kind of, you know, um, you know, it helps with the show, helps with the content. So, mm-hmm. uh, please don't ever think that it's just about that because it's not. It's it's, it's more, no, it's much much more than that. It's 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 our invite for you to get, be involved, have a voice, and influence the show as much as possible. So, um, all right, guys, meant to keep that short, but uh, you know me. So there's that. 
All right, we thank you. You know, I think it's time for, for weekly, weekly well wishes, formerly yeah. Fortnite farewells. We want to thank you for stepping, uh, well, you know, I don't know, stepping out of the bonds, breaking your bonds with us. To take it, take, uh, take it next, the jog. Our next episode will be climbing <laughs> into <laughs> chapter four of book three, Treebeard. Yeah. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. Lord of all communication after all. We'll see you in a Hobbit fortnight. And remember, Frodo lives. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.